Elon Musk tweeted this poll. Um, basically, it was kind of to urge, or it was in favor of Russia annexing these four provinces that I told you about before. That he, uh, that you know, Russia Putin wants to wants. Uh, he had a sham referendum. And, and anyway, so uh, Elon Musk, it turns out, spoke with Putin right before he tweeted that. Look at the Mars under anybody's flag. <laughs> Whoa! Hey! Ceremonial boards, motherfucker. <laughs> I can hear you. Sure, fly on the wall. What you think I would be brainwashed in, into uh, becoming a builder burger? No, not brainwashed. <laughs> you think you I would, would want to join him? You would probably more understand the, the unspeakable, horrible power that they have. Formidable foe, sure, yeah, but I think we, uh, everybody knows a lot more about these these motherfuckers than ever before, and uh, you know what they say about uh, sunlight is the best disinfectant. So um, you know, they basically annihilated populations and then stole appropriated whatever you want to call it their uh, knowledge and um, for themselves and Mama, 
Look at all the snorkies, they're, they're kind of digging this spot right now. <laughs> they moved over there. They're like they figure we're taller, we're inside, we, you know, we're superior to you guys. You guys think you got it good, no? We got it better. We got it better. And basically he said, the queen will die. Just followed me on TikTok. 
When I started this account, I did not know how much fun I would have, nor did I know or even think the world would come to change as much as it is right now, up to and including a potential second revolution in Iran, this time potentially overthrowing the regime of the Ayatollah and the Islamic State. But God forbid that the Pahlavi family returns to power in Iran, because let me just say the former Shah, his son, and MBS really have a lot more in common than anybody could ever know or even remember, because it's been so long since the Shah was deposed. I have often talked about my having a degree in women's studies and Middle Eastern studies with an emphasis. This is a Thai yellow coconut chicken curry noodle dip. It has potatoes, garlic, lots of ginger, chicken noodles, cabbage, and carrot. You can get these curries at any traditional Chinese supermarket. I took a Thai cooking class, so you have the benefit of my experience. This is a Thai yellow coconut chicken curry noodle dip. It has potatoes, garlic, lots of ginger, chicken noodles, cabbage, and carrot. You can get these curries at any traditional Chinese supermarket. I can't be quite sure, but the reason why he would have left Oxford is because in London and in England, you were forcibly made redundant in, uh, like, your mid-50s. Peter was not only like a father to me in spirit. He was like a father to me in actual One summer, Peter and I took an intensive Persian language and literature class because he was going to marry a woman, and he did, from Iran, and he wanted to be able to speak her language too, even though he spoke amazing Arabic. He was the world's foremost expert on Iraq. I don't know if I already said that. Peter worked very hard to help his students, including myself. Peter wrote letters for me to be sent to the University of London School of Oriental and African Studies, which I was. As well, he helped me get accepted into grad school in Shiraz, Iran with a fellowship because he was going to marry a woman, and he did, from Iran, and he wanted to be able to speak her language too, even though he spoke amazing Arabic. He was the world's foremost expert on Iraq. I don't know if I already said that. Peter worked very hard to help his students, including myself. Peter wrote Peter. letters for me to be accepted into the University of London School of Oriental and African Studies, which I was. As well, he helped me get accepted into grad school in Shiraz, Iran, with a fellowship in teaching and living with a family wow. who were Zoroastrian. Oh. And the reason I didn't go to the School of Oriental African Studies is because to get off a plane, oh, he also helped me get accepted into NYU, which I couldn't afford. But to get off a plane in London, you have to have a certain amount of money in a bank to show that you're not going to go on welfare, and I didn't have that. And the reason oh. why I did not go into school in Shiraz, Iran, is because while I was in the process of getting my visa and working with my host family, 9-11 happened. And the family that was sponsoring me was very afraid that they couldn't keep me safe since Afghanistan was the neighbor of Iran. And they would have been ultimately responsible for me in every way. This is a massive honor for me, so thank you. So this just happened. Reza Aslan just followed me on TikTok. When I start. Um, great content.
face. Okay, cool. All right. Concerned with the solicitous actions of the current primary shareholder of Tesla stock, are you aware that the current majority shareholder of Tesla stock not only has a national security clearance and works on military contracts, but has also recently been in private conversations with the president of the Russian Federation, a man who has been in office since before 2001 and who is considered a dictator? Are you concerned? that an immigrant to the United States via Canada from South Africa is now sharing top secret military secrets with the president of the Russian Federation and who has potentially removed a Skylink satellite from the use of the Ukrainian military and people, even though that satellite was paid for by the United States government, we the people through our tax dollars that fund the military industrial complex. If anything I just said describes you, I'm going to show you how you can write the White House and express your concern to the President of the United States. Go to the WhiteHouse.gov website. Go to Contact Us, and there you can select to send a message to the President or the Vice President or other people in the federal government via this website. You put in your name, your address, your email address, your phone number. Don't be afraid. And you let the President know your concerns with what is going on with military industrial complex contractors who have current security clearance while at the same time communicating with our adversaries. I'm gonna show you what, sorry my voice cracked. Okay, wow this is cool, okay. She's saying uh, presents extreme danger now working as an asset for the president, uh, for Putin, who is a dictator, has been in office. The paper and to put Starlink, remove uh, Elon Musk. For Iran and Ukraine, and from what I've come to, so Musk has removed Starlink access from Ukraine at the request of Putin. My stepdad, Smith, was very high up in NASA with the United States Department of Energy and the federal government when I was a child, and he told me loose lips sink ships. He shared with me at one time the greatest military secret in the United States is how many down feathers the U.S. had in storage. He never told me that number. I, I just know that when it's secret, he worked on the National Grid helped to build down feathers. What the fuck? We lived in Alaska when I was a child. I'm gravely concerned that immigrants to the United States has access to military-grade weapons and is sharing secrets with the President Putin. He's working outside his domain to be communicating with Russia about matters of foreign interests and national security, both ourselves and you. Please support him. Please cut up all ties with him until Tesla can fire him as a... I heard you share your concerns just as I have with the current president of the United States. It is an... ...actions of the current primary shareholder of Tesla stock. Are you aware that the current... that has also recently been in private conversations with the president. We're investigating a suspicious substance. I want to bring in NBC's Julie Serkin. What's going on there? 
just left the hallway outside of Congressman Benny Thompson's office. That's actually where this substance was sent to. U.S. Capitol Police are not responding to our official inquiries, but we do have from two law enforcement officials who say that this was a suspicious substance or powder, they say, and that it may have been sent in or on a letter to the January 6th Chairman Benny Thompson. Now, we don't know that 100% certainly from U.S. Capitol Police, but officials and sources I spoke to are telling me that is the likely case. It's also being uh, kept off police radio. They're trying to keep this a little bit under wrap. A couple of things. First off, federal government is in recess, so Benny Thompson wasn't around. And two, tell me if you think I could have done a better job reporting than that girl. Way too many words. Conciseness is a virtue. And I'm free if you want to hire me. We're investigating a suspicious substance. I want to bring in NBC's Julie Serkin. What's going on there? We have reached a point where a United States military contractor, this guy right here, who manufactures rockets and other equipment for military operations in the United States, is now having personal conversations on the phone with our country's uh, primary enemy. So I want to know when the board of Tesla is going to remove him. And I want to know when the United States is going to pull them as a contractor if the board does not let this man's ass go as soon as possible. And as far as I'm concerned, he can go back to South Africa where he's from. This ain't his home. He has no connections here that tie him or endear him to our system of government or our way of life. Oh, and when you go, please take your mom. We have reached mm -hmm. a point huh. where, hear me out for just a second, will ya? I think <laughs> that the former host of Cinnamon the Celebrity Apprentice, also known as 45, is the O.J. Simpson of presidents. And how have I come to this conclusion, you may be thinking? Well, didn't 45 write a book called The Art of the Deal? O.J. Simpson wrote one called If I Did It. <laughs> so imagine 45 writing another book called The Art of the Deal, If I Did It. <laughs> outlining all of the secrets that he and Kushner sold to the Saudi Arabians and Russia that are putting us in a predicament at this present time that looks like it could lead to a world war. And no, I'm not joking. If I was a Saudi Arabian citizen living in the United States right now, I'd be getting the fuck out as soon as possible. You don't leave now, we won't Why? have enough energy to allow you when the time comes. Hear me out for just a second, will ya? I think that the former host of the Celebrity Apprentice also... So I knew this was coming. I made a video a few days ago and somebody commented about Angela Lansbury and where she was and I said, gear up, we're about to lose a lot of people that we love. That was just like Sunday. And today, Angela has passed away at the age of 96 and I don't want to sensationalize on this, but gear up people, a lot more are coming. Is that Dave Van Dyke, Dolly Parton, Glennis Johns, Anthony Hopkins, Shirley MacLaine, and I could go on and on with the actors and actresses and the singers that we grew up with and love. We all have an expiration date. That knots and broomsticks 
Beauty and the Beast, Manchurian Candidate. Put them together and what have you got? Bibbidi boppity boo. <laughs> so I knew this was coming. Do you guys remember a video I made a couple days ago where a representative in the United States Senate said he was going to sponsor a bill to pull the U.S. military out of Saudi Arabia? Do you remember that video? Well, today, U.S. officials warned Saudi leaders... Well, let's see here. U.S. officials warned Saudi leaders that a cut would be viewed as a clear choice by Riyadh to side with Russia in the Ukraine war and that the move would weaken already. Cut in oil production by OPEC would be viewed Professionally as a clear choice Gen X. by Riyadh to side with Russia. To side with Russia in the Ukrainian war and that the move would weaken already waning support for the kingdom. What support? I've never supported Saudi Arabia. Make no mistakes. September 11th was masterminded and planned by both Saudi Arabia and Russia. And how do I know that? First off, the individuals who masterminded it were Saudi Arabia. And I have said this mm -hmm. before. The hijackers. Say it again. I was in China during 9/11. And after it occurred, there was an interview on the BBC with then President Putin. Yeah, he was president then in 2001 too where he said that he knew that that attack was going to happen, and he thought that the CIA and that the president, who was George Bush, knew too. So he just didn't say anything and that he felt really bad for us. You can't tell me that this isn't the long fucking game for these people, because it is. And of course, the Saudis dismissed this request from the U.S. I'm going to tell you, during the last oil embargo in the 70s, I was a kid and I lived in Houston and my stepdad worked at NASA for the United States Department of Energy. And I remember sitting in my grandfather's car on Telephone Road waiting for gas. And they knew what day to go get gas because it was by license plate numbers. So I want you guys to gear up for ration cards, riding the bus, walking, doing your part to make this country stand tall without these people manipulating you. I am not going to register my car. I'm going to lower my insurance to basic insurance and I'm going to ride an e-bike. And I said earlier that I was going to sell my car, but quite frankly with the housing crisis, I'm afraid to sell my car in case I have to live in it. And my car is modified and has a queen size bed in the back. I take it camping all over the place. It's pretty incredible. Tell me what you're going to do to let these people know they can kiss your red blooded American ass. Hopefully something like this will force our country into developing electric trains, high-speed rail systems, trolleys once again, taking the whole automotive industry down with it. Don't fuck with the United States because we are professional at oppositional defiant disorder. Anyway, I want to give a shout out to you guys. Somebody sent me money to try Cinnamon Toast Crunch and I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Do you guys remember a video on, on this day of national coming out? I would like to remind people that recently Marjorie Trader Greene stated that they were going to be working with the Supreme Court to overturn marriage equality for gay, lesbian, bi, trans, queer couples, as well as couples of color, because they have a better chance of doing it through the Supreme Court than they do in the Senate. Ugh. Make no mistakes. Yep. Gay people are everywhere and you just don't know who they are. They own corporations. They run corporations. They work for the federal government. They work for the state government. They're in the military. They own the company that you work for. They're your boss. 
They're your doctor, your anesthesiologist, your dentist, your mechanic, the football player you love on NFL, your favorite baseball player. Your favorite athlete is gay, trust me. And you know what gay people are exceptionally good at? Boycotting and not spending their money. And boy, do they have a lot of it to not spend. On this day of national coming out, I would like to remind, this is just a sound check. Does anybody remember this? Whistleblowers raise grave concern with Trump admin effort to transfer sensitive nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia. This is from February of 2019. And didn't we just hear from the celebrity apprentice himself that he had I'm tweeting that. Justice Department. The Justice Department. Do your frickin' job. Tag people, Katie Porter, Mady Hassan, Midas Touch, House Democrats, uh, who's Andy Kindler, I forget, fuck Trump, <laughs> Americans Against Fascism, ABC, there's ABC, World News Tonight, Forbes, oh, that's enough, tweet. Documents in his home related to building cheap, dirty nuclear bombs. Did you know that Carl's Jr.? is still operating in Russia. Yes, the parent company of Hardee's, the same company that Mike Lindell was at when his phone was seized. Remember that? Did you know that Tom Ford, yeah, that Tom Ford, is still operating his company inside of Russia and has not disclosed it to the United States government? I went through a whole list of companies that are still working with uh, Russia and inside of Russia, and these were the two that stood out for me. So not only Tupperware, but Turkish Airlines, but we kind of expect that when Recep Tayyip Erdogan is like this close to both 45 and to Putin, boycott, boycott. This is just a sound check. Does anybody remember this? Whistleblowers raise grave concern with Trump admin effort to transfer sensitive nuclear technology to Saudi Arabia. This is from February of 2019. And didn't we just hear from the celebrity apprentice himself that he had documents in his home related to building cheap, dirty nuclear bombs? Did you know that Carl's Jr. is still operating in Russia? Yes, the parent company of Hardee's, the same company that Mike Lindell was at when his phone was seized. Remember that? Are Americans aware that during World War II and just before, last week I decided to join this app's creator fund? And up to the day of joining that elite group of creators, I had had no violations on this account. And suddenly, Every morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, like clockwork, I'm getting a violation. And yes, I win the appeals. But I've also had a violation on comments that I've made on my own videos. So today I decided to unsubscribe from it because I just don't want to put up with this abuse. Now, why am I bringing this up right now? Well, and why am I bringing this up? And what does it have to do with my political stance on this app? 
Because when they do it, they can steal your content creator funds. Now, I'm going to show you a video that Biden just released, our current president, about what the GQP would like to do to your Medicare when they get in office. And what does it have to do with my political stance on this app? Well, the reason why this app hounds out violations like it's a drug me by the Sackler family is because when they do it, they can steal your content creator funds. Now, I'm going to show you a video that Biden just released, our current president, about this app. Well, the reason I'm bringing this up right now, well, at 7 o'clock in the morning, a like clockwork, I'm getting a violation, and yes, I win the appeals. But I've also had a violation on comments that I've made on my own videos. So today I decided to unsubscribe from it because I just don't want to put up with this abuse. Now, why am I bringing this up right now? Well, and why am I bringing this up? And what does it have to do with my political stance on this app? Well, the reason why this app hounds out violations like it's a drug made by the Sackler family is because when they do it, they can steal your content creator funds. Now, I'm going to show you a video that Biden just released, our current president, about what the GQP would like to do to your Medicare when they get in office, should they take power. And it's important for every single person, regardless of your party affiliation, to watch this. You're coming after your Social Security as well. This is they put out. All federal legislation sunsets every five years. Every five years, Congress is going to change, cut, reduce, or entirely eliminate Social Security. And your money, you paid for it. Then along comes Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. He wants to put Social Security and Medicare on the chopping block every single year. Do you want to put your Social Security in the hands of Ted Cruz and Marjorie Taylor Greene? I will. I do I will not go. want to put my Social Security in the hands of people who tried to overthrow the United States government on January 6th. I could come up with a million more reasons, but I just think I could leave it there and we're fine. But just Uh, thank you for amazing content. that but um this is our money that we put into the system it's not for them to just take away and the reason why we have social security to this day has been lost Roosevelt put Social Security in place with Medicare because elderly people 
in this country were living on the streets and dying on the streets. They were being put into poor houses, institutions such as the Rome School in New York, the same place that Geraldo Rivera helped Reagan liberate in the 80s. Let's not go back to forcibly institutionalizing people because they're poor, because they're female, because they're ill, because they cry too much. For any reason, vote blue 2022. Last week, I decided to join this app creator fund. And up to the day of joining that elite group of creators, I had had no violations on this account. And suddenly, every morning at 7 o'clock in the morning, like clockwork, I'm getting a violation. Anybody else wondered why a certain Republican senator from Texas literally took it from the former host of Celebrity Apprentice when it came to one, his father, and two, his wife? Because tonight, Ryan of Ohio ain't taking any hostages when talking about bans during the debate. Check this out. Just a, just a few weeks ago in, in Youngstown, on the stage, uh, Donald Trump said to J.D. Vance, all you do is kiss my ass to get my support. Before J.D. is kissing my ass, he wants my support. So I'm 18 points up. After Trump took J.D. Vance's dignity from him on the stage in Youngstown, J.D. Vance got back up on stage and said, started shaking his hand, taking pictures, saying, hey, aren't we having a great time here tonight? Are we having a good time? Is it great to have the president back in Ohio? I don't know anybody I grew up with. I don't know anybody I went to high Has anybody else wondered why a certain Republican senator from Texas literally took it from the former host of Celebrity Apprentice when it came to one, his father, and two, his wife? Because tonight, Ryan of Ohio ain't taking any hostages when talking about bans. <laughs> I used to work as a diversity recruiter. It's fucking awesome. Has anybody else wondered why a certain Republican senator sure. from Texas literally took it? from the former host of Celebrity Apprentice when it came to one, his father, and two, his wife, because tonight Ryan of Ohio ain't taking any hostages when talking. Anybody else wondered why a certain Republican senator from degree in women's studies and Middle Eastern studies, Persian language and literature from the University of Utah. And as an employee, years later, I was able to take classes while working for cheap to nothing. And many years ago, I was super politically active. I helped run a mayoral campaign. I sat on a committee for one of the, the mayors in the Salt Lake area. And during this time, there was this guy named Dan Jones, who was a pollster, and he is no longer alive. And I took one of the best classes on American history from this guy, and he taught it through constitutional law, basically using constitutional case law to teach the Constitution and the history of the United States. And one of the things he would always say is the minority is going to make somebody miserable. He also was 100% for states' rights, and he was very much against compromising. And if you want to guess what political party he belonged to, yes, he was Republican. Warren Hatch. 
Scotch Republican, Mitt Romney Republican, a Republican, and he had really close connections with Orrin Hatch. And I have a lot of stories about Orrin Hatch, but this one is that he was going to come to our class and give us some kind of speech or something, and we were all able to prepare a question for Orrin. Well, God damn it, if Dan didn't call me in my office and say, hey, I know that you're going to ask about abortion, and I'm asking you, I'm begging you to not ask about abortion when he's here. I don't know why the fuck he thought I would ask about abortion, because my intent is to ask why it's okay for people to use the flag in ways that go against the United States flag code without any kind of punishment. You know, wearing it as clothing, leaving it on the back of their car, dragging it around town, getting it dirty, letting ripped flags fly. Anyway, I asked Warren that question, and yes, he obfuscated on everything because he was just that kind of guy. But here is a clip out of Ohio between J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan, a representative from the state of Ohio, arguing about states' rights and abortion. If you were pro-state rights and you're a Republican, those days are long over. They just want to subjugate everybody, starting with women. Here we go. On the Lindsey Graham bill, my view on this is, generally speaking, Ohio's going to want to have different abortion laws than California, than Texas, and I think abortion, uh, I think Ohio... Power off. Rubio didn't even show up for, to vote for Hurricane Relief for his own state. Rubio... to something else so I can so I can go for a bike ride this is me Cooper is poised to turn back clock 50 years on civil rights Okay, terror in the court, Scottish points to turn black clock, 50 years on, this is October 6th. Baby, don't laugh at me, if I tell you my baby, don't laugh at me, I take my time, that's fine on me. Take it on down now. This is Michael Cohen, and you're listening to the Mayor Culpa podcast. Here's a couple. Oh, Congress, our, our Department of oh, Justice, no. what whoever the fuck made the determination 
that these assets should be seized or it keeps what? going to 37 minute mark concluded um i don't think handles all the emergency application promises not it's weird Make it so hard to about their existence. But Trump blindness was weird. DOJ appealed that, and Trump team saying, "Well, you can't appeal that because that's not really what the district court ordered. They didn't even get to the special master yet. So you, 11th Circuit, never had jurisdiction to hear it. It's kind of a hyper technical point. I don't think the Supreme Court's going to buy into it. I would look for this one to get bumped, probably without even an opinion. And wouldn't you know it? The husband of insane election denier Jeannie Thomas handles all the emergency applications for the 11th Circuit. Tuesday, Justice Clarence Thomas asked the DOJ to file a response to Trump's request by October 11th. Thomas is playing it cool and waiting for the DOJ to respond before he and his 6-3 to three conservative majority pounce. I mean, rule on it. The multiple moving parts Politico notes has, quote, complicated the status of Trump's legal plight, which, of course, is the point here. Complicate a matter that at its core is not that complicated. Trump took thousands of White House documents, including hundreds of classified ones, to his Florida home. Hundreds and for months, he refused to return classified. them and even lied Top about their documents. existence. But Trump emergency applications have always gone his way. Lock him up, idiot. His attempt to prevent White House documents from being handed over to the January 6th committee failed and failed miserably. And so did his bid to avoid disclosure of his financial records to prosecutors in New York. So we'll have to wait and see. In June 2022, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, ending the constitutional right to abortion. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. The court's decision was celebrated by conservatives, despite having an immediate impact on women's access to health care. sends a message that women should not have control over their bodies. The decision comes after former President Trump nominated three Supreme Court justices during his presidential term. But if you have any they doubt that the radical right Supreme Court is on a mission to separate us from our precious civil rights, then guess again. On Tuesday, the court heard Milligan versus Merrill, a case that could undermine Section 2 oh. of the Voting Rights Act. Bill should have made me president. is Alabama's new congressional map, a map that <laughs> underwent significant racial gerrymandering, diluting black Alabamans' voting power and dividing up what is known as the Black Belt. Now, Alabama is 27% black and has a history of discrimination. Until now, this new map would have been laughed out of court as an obvious attempt to power grab. Yeah, Kentucky Brown Jackson is great. Her first day was yesterday. She already um, got right in there asking really pertinent and probative questions um, of the attorneys at the case. Yeah, so she didn't seem to need a whole lot of...
conservative majority voting block on the Supreme Court. Justice Jackson they should be forced to resign. They should be removed. Pointed out that the drafters of the Constitution are do nothing, were trying Fuck to you. ensure that people who had been discriminated against were actually brought equal to everyone else in society. That's not a race-neutral or race-blind idea, Jackson concluded. Um, I don't think that the historical record establishes that the founders uh, believed that race neutrality or race blindness was required, right? They drafted the Civil Rights Act of 1866, which specifically stated that citizens would have the same civil rights as enjoyed by white citizens. But right now, it looks like the six conservative justices will rule against voters' rights. The outcome of this case will determine the future of voting rights all across the country. If the Supreme Court were to adopt Alabama's position, any state then could essentially exempt themselves from the Voting Rights Act and then design their own race-neutral redistricting maps. I mean, wouldn't that be fun? Give the power to seriously limit or silence communities of color to racists, and guess what? We'll set civil rights back decades. This is the Supreme Court term just started today, in which the new conservative supermajority on the Supreme Court has gone out of their way to put a case before themselves on something called the independent state legislature doctrine, which is a thing that, I swear to you, is, is well and truly boring. The more you read about it, the more soporific you will feel. I mean, it's just boring, particularly if you're not a lawyer. However, what the independent state legislature doctrine could do, what this case could do now that these Supreme Court justices have asked to hear a case about it, is it effectively could give Republicans in state legislatures the power to do what Trump demanded that they do in 2020. It could give Republican legislatures the power to decide Duh. what the election results will be from that state, regardless of how the people of that state vote. Y'all are the fucking idiots. Mitch McConnell and fucking Trump have effectively turned the system meant to protect us against us. Now, not to freak you out, but during this session, the Supreme Court will decide the future of affirmative action. LGBTQ rights, even the viability of elections is up for grabs. Fascism is a cult of the leader who promises national restoration in the face of supposed humiliation by immigrants, leftists, liberals, minorities, homosexuals, women, in the face of what the fascist leader says is a takeover of the country's media, cultural institutions, schools by these forces. It is all on the line now, folks. So go to the course and check out the ACLU.com and ACLU.org if you want to try and stop the court from, well, who knows? In the past, we were great. Wherein did our greatness consist? In our military. And in the past, the dominant racial group ruled over us. And then the fascist leader says, that has been taken from you by the leftists and communists. They want to weaken our military. They want to weaken our greatness. In other
a price, he said, as sort of a joke, but now it looks like it's coming back to bite him in the ass. But if he actually acquires Twitter, it's still unclear now who will handle the issue of free speech. His prior definition was something like, it's okay to lie and attack anyone, anyone but Elon Musk. So, Twitter as we know it may be over. Or not. Musk has a nasty habit of changing his mind. I stayed silent as the atrocities committed against my mom were downplayed. I stayed silent when it came out that my father was Walker and all these random kids across the country, none of whom he raised. And you know my favorite issue to talk about is father absence. Surprise! Because it affected me. That's why I talk about it all the time. Because it affected me. Family values people, he has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. He was out having sex with other women. And file under Ultramaga, Herschel Walker's abortion hypocrisy is probably not going to factor into his election prospects. Because the sickening truth is that MAGA motherfuckers don't care. Not even a little. In fact, they don't trust anyone who isn't a blatant fucking liar, a criminal, a cheat. That's crazy. You can't Ukrainians. 
proving that at the end of the day, people want what is right. They want justice and safety from despots. They want the right to live and let live. Unless, of course, you're Putin. But Putin, your time is up. In a speech after annexing sections of Ukraine, Vladimir Putin attacked the U.S. for Satanism and denounced the many genders and fashion in the West. It was a hateful, unhinged speech which has many Americans calling him electable. <laughs> And now for the main event. Today, we welcome to our show, Trivi Olson, strategist for the Lincoln Project and the founder of Viking Strategies, which provide clients worldwide with political risk and public affairs solution. Trigby has spent his career working at senior levels on elections in over 30 countries. In the United States, he has served in senior leadership positions on three presidential campaigns, worked on numerous congressional elections, and also worked for all the Central Republican Party's political committees. Olson is a sought-after speaker. He regularly briefs leaders in politics, business, academia, and the media. And you can find him on Twitter at Trig V. Olson. So let's go now to that conversation. Okay, so Trig V, I've heard you say that one of the reasons the United States have been prosperous for so long was because of our political stability. So, has what's happened with Trump and his attempted coup, the disintegration of the traditional Republican Party, an illegitimate Supreme Court, etc., etc., are these elements responsible for weakening our economy today? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that isn't talked about enough is the political extremism that we've seen in the Trump era and that, that has been ignited by it has undermined really the stability, our political stability is what our economic successes have been built on. And I think, um, you know, Good night, baby. With that, <laughs> gobble, 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 baby. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Why do people come here to start business? Who's the 
girl here? As it, as it there you are. Are you okay, sweetie? placed on what's called an OFAC sanctions list. Now, let me just give you one example. A $100 million yacht was seized in Spain based upon the fact that the allegations, it was Victor Vexelberg's yacht, but that boat, that yacht, was really Vladimir Putin's. And we're seeing exact examples of the same exact uh, type of examples, even here in the United States with assets. I mean, there was a raid on uh, a property right across the street from me that was allegedly owned by Vexelberg, but it wasn't. It was owned by somebody else. I don't know how the press got that wrong. I mean, fucking God forbid, right? The press gets something wrong, as well as a house in Southampton of Long Island. Also, the allegation. is that these assets are really Vladimir Putin's. Now, if in fact that they are Vladimir Putin's assets, I'm 100% in favor of seizing whatever you want. Because
because they're not U.S. citizens, they're not protected under the Constitution. The Constitution only protects U.S. citizens. But there has to be due process. You can't just go ahead and see somebody's assets and not give them a chance to explain or to have the government demonstrate that this is Vladimir Putin's money. What if hypothetically, and I don't want to use, it doesn't matter who the oligarch allegedly is. Doesn't the United States government have an obligation to demonstrate that those assets are actually Vladimir Putin's other than just saying, well, we want to put pressure on Putin and the way we're going to do it is we're going to go after his friends. The reason I asked that question Kind of compare him to Donald Trump, because that's who Donald Trump wants to be. He really does want to be Vladimir Putin. Do you think Donald Trump would give two shits if they took everybody's yachts just simply because the allegation is that you're friends of his, despite the fact Trump has no friends? I would presume Putin has no friends either. It's all transactional. How does something like this happen? And doesn't this go to corroborate the statement that I just made, that our political instability, coupled with the way that the laws are now acting and the way that they're behaving in the courts, isn't this going to create additional financial hardship? Well, as you rightfully identified, Part of the problem becomes it's a slippery slope. And and I don't think anyone would be against Vladimir Putin's assets being seized. But nope. we have to be bigger than that. We have rule of law. Rule of law is the foundation of us having faith in each other, which is the foundation of democracy. And what we have to keep in mind, what becomes dangerous, and I say this all the time when I speak on the topic, extremism and illiberalism by one side becomes the rationale and the justification for extremism and illiberalism on the other side, or even autocracy on the other side. And and you're absolutely right. One of the in in the rush to do something, um, when we start violating those foundational principles, things like rule of law, freedom of the press, those things upon which our democracy is built, um, that creates a political instability because there are people, even if it's done with good intention, we still have to follow those rules because if we don't, we create the opportunity for those who have nefarious intentions. And I think, you know, Trump, was constantly trying to use the process in nefarious ways to use that as their justification for doing the same thing um, for their own means and design. Because, as you, you know, you're pointing out, what you're pointing out is actors like Putin and Donald Trump, they're zero-sum actors. They have one interest, gaining power and maintaining power for their own ends. Um, and and that is that is... The, 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 that is the foundation of, if you were to look at the through line for all the autocrats that you see around the world and throughout history, that is the through line. Um, but they're constantly using any example that they can find to become their rationale for what they're doing. You know, if I wanted to speak or represent one of these individuals who had their assets confiscated or seized, there's an application that I would have to make to the to OFAC, the Office of Foreign Asset Control. 
And they would never give it to me. First of all, you have to be a lawyer. They really have this thing set up nice on behalf of lawyers. Only a lawyer could actually represent someone uh, who's on the list, the OFAC list. Despite the fact that that individual may really have no ability to get the message out there. And what's the message that I would myself want to be saying? I, again, like you, like everyone, if, in fact, that it's Putin's money, fuck it, take it. I don't care. Give it to whoever you want. Give the money, take the assets, sell it, and pass the money along to Ukraine so it doesn't come out of the U.S. taxpayers, you know, um, dollars. I'm absolutely 100% with that. But don't we have to establish that it's Putin's? And we're not doing that. And anybody who tries to go ahead and to do that could ultimately be sanctioned by the federal government for inquiring, for bringing up something which to me is just so fundamental. Um, it should be, it's due process. You just can't go in and raid somebody or see somebody's assets simply because you want to punish somebody else from that country. Because rest assured, they could do it to any one of us by claiming that you're a friend of Donald Trump's and we find him now on our OFAC list. Therefore, whatever asset that you may have there, we have the right to take. And I think it becomes a slippery slope. And I would have expected more from the United States than to allow stuff like this to happen. Yeah, I think uh, your point, well, not only that, but think about how around the world we, we as a nation or, you know, generations have said rule of law needs to be a central element of are you part of the community of nations in good standing? And you're, you know, you're raising extraordinarily valid points because there, there tends to be, um, and, and this is something that autocratic actors play on. There tends to be a rush sometimes that, in the interest of doing good, we're going to massage the rules. And um, there's no doubt that, that that is something that we have to always be cognizant of or we create the opportunity for them to say, well, what about? You know, another example of that is, quite honestly, is when, when we've had these situations where we apply sanctions where we say we're not, we're not going to give any visas to people coming from country X or place X. Rather than saying it's the bad guys who aren't, we aren't going to let come. But average people who aren't part of the problem, we should be encouraging them to come and see. You know, and that hypocrisy, right. that hypocrisy is something that um, we have to be incredibly cognizant of in these times um, and the points that you're making. We have to be incredibly cognizant of that because if we don't, it does end up empowering people like Trump to go and, and become martyrs and victims. You know, Trey, I wanted to say this because it just dawned on me. We were so fast 
And when I say we, I'm talking about as America, as uh, whether it was Congress or our Department of Justice, whoever made the determination uh, that these assets should be seized or um, confiscated, etc. And again, blaming it on the term Russian oligarch. What most people don't realize in Russia, they don't call themselves oligarchs. No different than Jeff Bezos doesn't call himself an American oligarch or Zuckerberg or any of the other enormously wealthy individuals who have companies. Now, I'm not saying that they are exactly the same, but I do want to point out that if we held every single one of these Russian oligarchs to the standard that is being employed by the U.S. government and other governments in terms of the seizure, since January 1, there have been six Russian oligarchs who have died mysteriously, including one that for some reason I mean, what did he do? He lost a billion out of from a his building. $50 billion net worth, jumped out of or was thrown out of a 10th story hospital window. He's the sixth one oligarch, mega billionaire, who somehow died mysteriously of a suicide. I think that kind of tells you that maybe they're not friends of Putin and maybe that the yachts or the homes that they have, despite the fact that you may hate them because they're uber rich, Right? doesn't mean that their assets should be taken without any form of due process. And when I saw you know, your bio, I, I was just so interested in asking you your opinion on it, considering you've spent so much time over the, you know, over the years traveling through multiple countries and working, um, not necessarily in this specific area, but working no. uh, in this genre. I agree with you completely. I mean, the rule of law is, is a central piece. And, you know, one of the things, I mean, it's the social media environment, and I bet you get this all, I mean, you you lived it in some ways, but that mob mentality to say, we, you know, we know the truth, and we don't need rule of law and process and all the rest of it. Um, it it's mob mentality. And, and in truth, the genius of the founding fathers, you know, who holds power is zero sum. Right? You either have power or you don't. The genius of the founding fathers is they wrapped it in checks and balances and rule of law and the judicial system and all the rest. And and when we have people who rush to throw that away because they think they know the truth, then we're no better than these places where where anarchy reigns and or where autocracy reigns. Right? Yes, I totally agree. I mean that's what we saw in you know, with the Third Reich, when they went ahead, they just decided, you know, whether it was um, their gold teeth all the way to their property, their animals, you know, their cattle, you know, their um, their paintings, etc. So I, I think it's a bad I think it's a bad precedent, you know, that we're setting when it comes to this. I think we really should be protecting everyone's rights until they're proven. Um, right. And then you take whatever you're entitled to. So let me ask you this, Trent. Looking at the fascist trend that's going on now in Europe, I mean, the new the new Italian prime minister, then you have, you know, Liz Truce in England, Poland's lean now towards the right. And now, of course, it's happening here in the United States. In your opinion, is there any way to stem this tide of fascism now that we've moved so far in that direction? Or will it take a war or a revolution in order to get rid of it? Well, I'm by nature an optimist, and I, I can tell you, having having you know, I may not get the, along. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm a fucking pessimist, well, Michael. Yeah, he, I'm um, a fucking pessimist, man. <laughs> well, sometimes I'm a pessimist before I'm an. An optimist. So, um, <laughs> you know, the, the reality is that, that, you know, things can change fast for better or worse. I mean, I think history demonstrates that. Um, the the rise of extremism, particularly on the right, is happening, and and a lot of the grievance and grievances around which right wing uh, fascism or extremism radicalization occurs are around grievances contrived. You know, they're imagined grievances. Um, the key, is, are we doomed? I don't think we're doomed, but, but it requires those who may have very different opinions in that game we know of democracy to say we're setting this stuff aside and we're going to work together to defend democracy. And I'll, I'll give you two examples. I just got done reading um, a great Stephen Ambrose's book on D-Day because I took my daughters to Normandy to see that. And I'm pretty sure that those boys, when they were storming onto the beaches in Normandy, weren't asking each other who they voted for in the last election, right? They were there to fight for each other and survive. Our, our best moments as Americans and as America are when we stand together and set all that stuff aside and say, we're Americans first and we're everything else second. Um, and we're seeing some of that. I mean, it's it, maybe it's small, maybe people don't fully get it, but I bet you Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney vote the same way in Congress 15% of the time. But they're standing right there seeking to try and understand together what happened on one six in an honest way. And that there again, that's that's the best of who we can be. It's just it's a question of can we find it within ourselves? Can Europeans find it within themselves to say, you know what, we've got to stand together and confront this, we've got to speak truth to power, we have to do all the things that you do to confront extremism. Yeah, well, look, first and foremost, I think um, Normandy may not be... How, how old are you? Are you girls? My girls? My girls are 10 and 13. Yeah, you may think about Disney uh, next. Uh, Normandy's a wonderful place. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> they'd rather have some... That's all right. You know, I, I think they'd rather go to Cinderella's Castle. Yeah, I want to go, and I want to talk about... At last, it's time to savor the flavors of fall at Whole Foods Market. Go on, bite into their crisp, juicy, best-of-season apples. So refreshing. Look for honey crisps, sweet tangos, and tried-and-true classics like Fuji's. Also, the squash is untouchable right now. From butternut to acorn, is cozying up with the slow cooker stew your idea of a perfect fall evening? Go for their animal welfare certified meat. Explore what's in store now at Whole Foods Market. Donald Duck. Yeah, I don't blame you, right? <laughs> Let me ask you this, because you posted on your Twitter something uh -huh. that you entitle your seven rules to save the democracy. Yeah. Would you do me a favor and explain to my audience what these rules are and how the average citizen can utilize your rules so that they too can take an active role in maintaining the democracy? 
Yeah, so the first rule, so the rules, let me, the genesis of the rules really comes out of working with people around the world who've been fighting for democracy in places that don't have it, um, or in places where it's been at risk, and then I took them at some point and said I need to apply these in the U.S. The first rule is you have to play the game you're in, right? We're used to playing in the United States the win-win game of democracy, where we can be political opponents, but we set that aside and we work towards you know, trying to solve problems, and we know there'll be another election, we might have differences of opinion. The autocratic game and the game that we're in with those who want to take power permanently and discard, you know, the win-win is a zero-sum game. Um, and so we have to understand that, that our democracy will either survive or it will fail, and that foundationally is a game it's very different from one where you and I can disagree, but we can find common ground for the better. So the but you know that that doesn't exist anymore, Trig. And, and let's not only blame the Republicans, right? Uh, being right. a lifelong Democrat myself, I see the same thing with some Democrats as well. It has become a zero-sum game. When I sat before the House Oversight Committee, one of the things, someone sent me a clip of myself onto it. Basically... Um, Beating down Jimbo Jordan and Mark the Moron Meadows, when I turned around, I said, do you realize that not one of you, not one Republican asked me a single question about Donald Trump? Not, not one. Yet every Democrat has asked me only questions about Trump. Republicans sat there and they decided to denigrate me. Why? Because, again, they needed to make it a zero-sum game. And I don't want to put myself as being... denominator for this whole thing this is so much bigger than just myself this is a this is a national issue we cannot govern government cannot govern if in fact it's a zero-sum game that's why when you see biden out there right now and for this i give him nothing but kudos out there putting forth bipartisan legislation like what just passed the other day this is exactly what we need. No country, no government can exist if it's either I win and you lose or you lose and I win. It just can't. Yeah, exactly. And you know what, though? Here's, here's where, where I would say I'm a little optimistic. You're a lifelong Democrat up until Donald Trump came on the scene. I, I'm still a conservative, right? But we're standing here together having a conversation with an audience that's made up of like-minded people who are concerned about what's going on. Some probably disaffected Republicans, some probably Democrats, right? That is that is people setting aside, and, on, and and we're having it in the in the in the context of a conversation about the other side. You know, those who, who want to impose their will being a threat. That is that is playing the game we're in. And, and that is people, you know, it's a win-win, right? Like, so, um, but you are right. The fact, I, I actually, it's funny you say that because I actually 
thought about that, that when you got, you did not have a single Republican, and I don't think anybody who was sat in front of the House Oversight Committee had a single Republican ask them a question about facts that were inconvenient for them. And, and that is different. Um, we have to all acknowledge when there's people on both sides who are speaking out against extremism and those who are being zero-sum that they deserve credit from all of us, regardless of what partisan differences we have. And that really is a part of what I mean by playing the game we're in. And and here's the other thing. You're, you're a master of number two. Number two is speak, always speak truth to power. That's exactly what you did, right? You came out and you were speaking unpopular truths to the masses. Um, and that's rule number two. You got and, st- and, still, and still doing it. Absolutely. Every day. And still doing it, and I won't. And I won't stop. Yeah, for exactly that purpose. Yep. I mean, that is that is, and, and it gets to. It isn't really a rule, but it's one of the things I tell people. You know, you have to look at the rules and say, what can I bring to the fight for democracy? Right? What can I do to stand up to these guys? And everybody's got different roles and different things they can bring. The fact that you were speaking truth to power, I was saying to you before we got online, I was asked to give a presentation kind of when the Lincoln Project came together about what Donald Trump was going to do, I used you speaking the truth to power as part of what I was saying, which was you were saying, you know, this guy's not going to concede even if he loses. And I'm like, you know, I was saying to anybody who listens, Michael Cohen knows, knows Donald Trump better than anybody. If he's saying this, we have to take that as a fact. You were speaking, that is truth to power, and that's the power of it, Right. Because you end up touching people you and I had never met before and say, you had touched my thinking by speaking truth to power. So that's speaking truth to power. Number three is an important one. Don't give the other side. Let me, let me also, let me just, let me just add one, let me just add one thing, Trey. Yeah, let me just add one thing to that. Um, speaking truth to power does not come without consequences. And it's why most people elect not to do it. You know, the... The pain that I've caused my wife, my children, my family, myself, um, it exists every single day. My, my only, my fervent hope is that at the end of the day, truth wins. Because what we're seeing now a lot with Trump is that power has a way of rearing its ugly head for victory as well. So go ahead. Let's go to number three. Don't hand the autocrats battering rams with which to beat you. Don't hand the autocrats battering rams with which to beat you. You know, this is something that the left in the U.S. doesn't do a very good job of um, at times, right? Like, and, and this is not unusual, but like how often, and you should You'll have great insights into this. How often would people on the left say some things about Donald Trump that were going so far over the edge that it actually worked to his advantage, that he could use them, he could use that? I mean, he's constantly looking 
for those opportunities to say, see, these people are exactly what I, I'm saying they are. And um, that, it, it really is important. You know, I'm, I grew up in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Policing in Minneapolis has always been a problem. But when you had people who were talking, we're going to abolish the police and get rid of it, that just becomes fodder for those on the right and makes it really hard for those who are trying to seek power on the other side that, that this has to be addressed, that it's a real grievance, right? You know, and then let's just go, yeah, so let's just go real quickly. Uh, yep. Four is understand authoritarians must live in a truth-free present. Then rule five you have, and I like this one, practice zero-sum judo. Use their tactics against them, um, right? I, I kind of like anybody who understands judo. It's obviously using somebody else's force against them, uh, whether the person's bigger or not. Uh, six, you refer to as the Stalin rule. Stand together with anyone who will join you to disturb, disrupt, and diminish the illiberal structures. Um, explain that one, because that one was a little perplexing. Well... So at the end of the day, I, Churchill, and I say this having a wife who's, and relatives who are Lithuanians, so you can about imagine how popular Stalin is with them. Let's go back to the stereo lady. Remember the video that we're investigating? We have reached. Do you guys remember? recruiter at the University of Utah a long time ago and I also got my bachelor's degree in women's studies and Middle Eastern studies Persian language and literature from the University of Utah and as an employee years later I was able to take classes while working got something post more bad news I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network Eight I want to take ago. a deeper dive into the Department of Justice's opposition to... This is, this is called DOJ hints to Supreme Court. Trump may have made illegal copies of Mar-a-Lago docs. Donald Trump's application with the Supreme Court to vacate or essentially overrule portions of the 11th Circuit's order granting the motion for partial stay filed by the Department of Justice. In other words, the 11th Circuit returned the 100 classified records to the Department of Justice that the Department of Justice obtained during the August 8th search warrant that was executed at Mar-a-Lago. And what Trump is asking the Supreme Court to do is allow the special master to get those documents, again, those 100 classified records, so that they can then be disseminated to Trump because Trump wants to look 
at those classified records. So that's what's going on there. We've done a deep dive analysis into the overall motion that the Department of Justice has filed through its uh, Solicitor General. Um, take a watch of that video. Um, we've also done another analysis into a very brilliant jurisdictional argument that the Department of Justice made where they basically said, look, Donald Trump cannot invoke the Presidential Records Act because he didn't follow the process. He didn't give the records to the National Archives. He stole the records, and so you can't invoke the PRA when you steal records and you don't go through the process. But to the extent he's claiming that this is a presidential at those classified records. So that's granting the motion for partial stay filed by the Department of Justice. In other words, the 11th Circuit returned the 100 classified records to the Department of Justice that the Department of Justice obtained during the August 8th search warrant that was executed at Mar-a-Lago. And what Trump is asking the Supreme Court to do is allow the special master to get those documents, again, those 100 classified records, so that they can then be disseminated to Trump because Trump wants to look at those classified records. So that's what's going on there. We've done a deep dive analysis into the overall motion that the Department of Justice has filed through its uh, Solicitor General. Uh, take a watch of that video. Uh, we've also done another analysis into a very brilliant jurisdictional argument that the Department of Justice made where they basically said, look, Donald Trump cannot invoke the Presidential Records Act because he didn't follow the process. He didn't give the records to the National Archives. He stole the records, and so you can't invoke the PRA when you steal records and you don't go through the process. But to the extent he's claiming that this is a Presidential Records Act issue, which it's not because he stole classified records and stole tens of thousands of other uh, government records as well, but to the extent it is a PRA issue, the only place that has jurisdiction for PRA issues is uh, the District of Columbia District Court, not uh, Trump's selected judge in the Southern District of Florida. We did a whole breakdown on that, but I want to focus on an area in the Department of Justice's motion, which may go a little less noticed, but to the keen eye, I think you can see that this has a lot of potential import here. And this relates, by the way, to prior reporting that we did here on the Midas Touch Network that Christina Bob, who claims she's not Trump's attorney, but was his custodian of records in connection with the rule portions of the 11th Circuit's order granting the motion for partial stay filed by the Department of Justice. In other words, the 11th Circuit returned the 100 classified records to the Department of Justice that the Department of Justice obtained during the August 8th search warrant that was executed at Mar-a-Lago. And what Trump is asking the Supreme Court to do is allow the special master to get those documents, again, those 100 classified records, so that they can then be disseminated to Trump because Trump wants to look at those classified records. So that's what's going on there. We've done a deep dive analysis into the overall motion that the Department of Justice has filed through its uh, Solicitor General. Um, take a watch of that video. Uh, we've also done another analysis into a very brilliant 
jurisdictional argument that the Department of Justice made, where they basically said, look, Donald Trump cannot invoke the Presidential Records Act because he didn't follow the process. He didn't the records in the National Archives. He stole yeah. the records, and so... Welcome the fuck the up, idiot. records, you don't go through the process, but to the extent he's claiming that this is a Presidential Records Act issue, which it's not, because he stole classified records and stole tens of thousands of other uh, government records as well, but to the extent it is a PRA issue, the only place that has jurisdiction for PRA issues is uh, the District of Columbia District Court, not uh, Trump's selected judge in the Southern District of Florida. We did a whole breakdown on that, but I want to focus on an area in the Department of Justice's motion, which may go a little less noticed, but to the keen eye, I think you can see that this has a lot of potential hey, import Buffy. here. And this relates, hey, by the way, to prior reporting that we hey, did Buffy here does. on the Midas Touch Network that Christina Bob, who claims she's not Trump's attorney, but was his custodian of records in connection with the Mar-a-Lago search-related matters, that she has been speaking with DOJ investigators and met with them last Friday in Washington, D.C., uh, to discuss that she actually didn't conduct a diligent search, which is what she certified in a declaration, but that she was told by another uh, Trump lawyer, Corcoran, uh, that the search had been done that it's all good, don't worry about it. She did hedge on her declarations um, and did say, based upon what was told to me in her declaration to the Department of Justice, but she said a diligent search was made, and clearly a diligent search wasn't made because the Department of Justice, when they went in on August 8th, found 100 classified records pretty quickly and found multiple other folders, like 40 folders that have classified markings with documents that were removed. And... There's a portion in the factual discussion of what's transpired. The Department of Justice wrote to the Supreme Court in their opposition to Trump's application before the Supreme Court, where they talk about this incident. I want to read it, and I want to reflect on a line, though, that I think is very important. Can I be I think this investigation is also going, which no one is really talking about, but I think is very, very, very uh, important. And this is what it says. It says, in response to a grand jury subpoena from May, applicant Trump's lawyer and his custodian of records produced an envelope, June 3rd, containing approximately three dozen documents bearing classification markings. Applicant Trump did not assert any claim of privilege and did not suggest that any of those documents had been declassified. To the contrary, the envelope had been wrapped in tape in a matter, quote, consistent with an effort to handle the documents as if they were still classified. Some of the documents in the envelope bore classification markings at the highest levels, including additional compartmentalization. Remember, this is referring to grand jury subpoena is issued to Trump in May after they cherry-pick documents to give back in January. NARA and the Department of Justice know they're lying. A grand jury in Washington, D.C. issued
issues a subpoena. Uh, you have the custodian of records, Christina Bob, comes out with this red weld to give it to the top counterintelligence official from the Department of Justice who shows up, and they give this folder over that has those records that I just described. Applicants' counsel, Trump's lawyer, represented that those records had been retrieved from a storage room at Mar-a-Lago where boxes removed from the White House had been placed and that no responsive records were located anywhere else at Mar-a-Lago. So there's no other records any other location. Applicants' custodian, Christina Bob, Applicant's custodian provided a sworn certification in writing, quote, on behalf of the office of Donald J. Trump, end quote, that a, quote, diligent search was conducted of the boxes that were moved from the White House to Florida, end quote, and that, quote, any and all responsive documents accompany this certification, end quote. The certification further stated that, quote, no copy, written notation, or reproduction of any kind was retained as to any responsive document. Then this factual section in the Department of Justice's filing goes on to talk about how the FBI then uncovered evidence that this response to the grand jury subpoena was not complete and was false, and then they finally had to execute the search warrant at Mar-a-Lago on August 8th. But the part I want you to focus on, which not many people are talking about at all, was this end piece. The certification, the last sentence, the certification further stated that, quote, no copy, written notation, or reproduction any kind was retained as to any responsive document because what a lot of this conversation has been about mutilation, concealment, obstruction, hiding it, the documents in the office, the documents in the storage room. Even with the documents, though, that one were cherry-picked to be returned in January and then later on June 3rd, which they then submitted a false declaration to the Department of Justice saying there was nothing else when the Department of Justice executed the search warrant on August 8th. They found 11,000 other government records, approximately 200,000 pages of documents. Wow. And the documents themselves. 200,000 pages of documents. 100 classified record so it was a false declaration outrageous. did donald trump make copies uh, written notations or reproductions regarding probably, the other documents yeah, fuck yeah. And knowing over. him and are those at other should know by now the line that i just read is an interesting line because it really doesn't have to do anything with the ultimate appeal at issue um, that is at least being addressed, uh, the appellate jurisdiction, that is, that was being contested by Donald Trump to the Supreme Court. Donald Trump's essential argument to the Supreme Court when he's asking them to vacate what the 11th Circuit did in returning the classified records is said that the 11th Circuit was not in power. They did not have appellate jurisdiction to say that the special master could not have those classified records and then disseminate those records to Donald Trump as part of the special master proceedings that Judge Ellie Cannon ordered. Trump argued 
the 11th Circuit can deal with injunctions, but the special master part of that order was not an injunction that the 11th Circuit argued and the Department of Justice argued. In this motion, well, there's something called pendant jurisdiction. If the issues are inextricably intertwined, Judge Eileen Cannon's order of an injunction and special master are an intertwined concept. So, of course, the 11th Circuit can exercise appellate jurisdiction. Uh, the Department of Justice argues in its brief, and the 11th Circuit argued in any event, it is an injunction. Judge Eileen Cannon's order was an injunction that incorporated the, re the uh, dealing with the documents and not allowing the Department of Justice from looking at the documents, injunction, and the special master process were all part of an injunctive order. So the Court of Appeals can have appellate jurisdiction over injunctions on an interlocutory basis or before there is a final judgment in a case. Or in any event, the 11th Circuit Courts of Appeals have jurisdiction over what's called a collateral order, an order that really forecloses any other relief that would require the Court of Appeals to interject or else there will be uh, whatever whatever's happening will be completely done and you can't unring the bell. And so for here, if Donald Trump gets access to the classified records and the Department of Justice's investigation is compromised, that's a collateral order because the Department of Justice won't have the ability to unring that bell if the 11th Circuit doesn't uh, intervene. And so clearly they have uh, jurisdiction, and Donald Trump's argument is purely on the jurisdiction. He doesn't make an argument about harm to himself and irreparable injury he would be caused, which is one of the factors that he's supposed to be arguing to the Supreme Court. He didn't even make that argument, nor did he make the argument that one of the findings that the Supreme Court would have to make to grant the relief is that would the entire Supreme Court grant certiorari review or to hear this case and then rule favorably for uh, Trump with a grant of certiorari. Trump doesn't even argue that either. So that's one of the things the Department of Justice points out. So the point I'm making, though, is those are the issues that the Department of Justice just had to address, right? They didn't have to put that line in there. And if they wanted to give a fulsome factual background on what took place, that line, that sentence there, though, did not have to be there. So they're sending a message there. It's a subtle message, but I think they're sending a message there to Christina Bob, to Trump's lawyers, to other individuals, maybe Christopher Keis and others saying, we know. We know it wasn't just hiding. It wasn't just obstructing. We believe you have records in other locations, but we also Why they fucking shut down Mar-a-Lago and get the rest of our top secret documents? It's quote, no copy, written notation, or reproduction of any kind was retained as to any response. I note that too. A written notation. That's how classified these records are. You can't do a handwritten notes or take photographs on your cell phone or whatever of these documents. That's just as bad as keeping the documents. Even a handwritten note where you extract the information from the document is a violation. And so I think they're saying that happened. And I think we're going to learn about that in the coming days and weeks. So stay tuned to the fucking idiots.
Idiots. Keeping other records um, of the records that they even returned that they were caught having, in addition to the ones that the Department of Justice obtained during the August 8th search warrant. That's why I think that's in there. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network, giving you my legal analysis. Hit the subscribe button right now. We are on our way to 1 million subscribers. Hitting the subscribe button is free. Really, if you watch these videos like you do all the time and you don't hit the subscribe button, what are you doing? Just spend a minute, hit the subscribe button. Boop, 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 subscribe button. Super easy to hit it. Also, if you want to support our independent media channel, one way you can do that as well is because we're not funded by any outside investors. You know that, right? We're powered by democracy and fueled by you. So if you want to help grow this thing and if you're wondering what can i do to get involved wherever you are in the world you can help right now we need your help go to page Patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch. Head to Patreon.com Midas Touch now, a number of exclusive benefits. You could become an honorary producer of the podcast. Your name will appear at the end of the Midas Touch podcast. For cheap to nothing. And many years ago, I was... Just other exclusive behind-the-scenes <laughs> footage. You get postcards for... Yeah, where's my postcard, man? <laughs> You're so fucking stupid. Super politically active. I helped run a mayoral campaign. I sat on a committee for one of the the. It looks like the January sixth committee is reconvening on October thirteenth at one p.m. Eastern time. And word on the street, and by street I mean Stone's own personal true social account. This committee hearing is going to focus on a Supreme Court justice's wife and on Stone himself. And this is all scheduled for 1 p.m. Eastern. And at this moment, I'm planning on airing this live on my TikTok account. And the only thing would stop me is... think I should try my Venmo is in my bio and all you have to do is make a donation and in the comments write what cereal you would like me to buy trust me right now I would go buy these cereals on my own but I am flat fucking broke because you want to know why Georgia is a very expensive dog it's $90 to get her groomed every month she has a vet bill her food is expensive so no I'm not begging I'm just saying if you really want me to try something that I don't have already hit me up in Venmo and until then, I will see you October 13th, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It looks like the January <laughs> 6th committee is reconvening <laughs> on October 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And word on the street, and by street I mean Stone's own personal true social account, this committee hearing is going to focus on a Supreme Court justice's wife and on Stone himself. And this is all scheduled for 1 p.m. Eastern.
And at this moment, I'm planning on airing this live on my TikTok account, and the only thing would stop me is would be a veterinary appointment that I have scheduled for my dog. This is Georgia, and she is getting spayed on Thursday. Nevertheless, this should prove to be a very eye-opening hearing. And I want every single one of you to bring your cereal. Bring your cereal. And if I am not eating a cereal that you think I should try, my Venmo is in my bio, and all you have to do is make a donation. And in the It looks like the January 6th committee is reconvening on October 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And on Stone himself. And this is all scheduled for 1 p.m. Eastern. And at this moment, I'm planning on airing this live on my TikTok account. And the only thing that would stop me is would be a veterinary appointment that I have scheduled for my dog. This is Georgia, and she is getting spayed on Thursday. Nevertheless, this should... The National Archives put a trigger warning on the Constitution of the United States. Did you know that? And the Bill of Rights and other great documents that we have in our country, founding documents... Considering them to be dangerous, they consider the Constitution to be dangerous. These are radical left lunatics, and they lose documents, they plant documents. Let's see, is there a book on nuclear destruction or the building of a nuclear weapon cheaply? Let's put that box, let's put that book in with Trump. No, they plant documents. I mean, they have a terrible reputation. Look at the kind of things, this is just a small part, what I've read. And who would want to be with them? We're safer in that Chinese restaurant. former president George Herbert Walker Bush, who, by the way, is now deceased and was the head of the CIA at one point, hid classified documents. I mean, they have a terrible reputation. Look at the kind of things. This is just a small part, what I've read. And who would want to be with them? We're safer in that Chinese restaurant that we just mentioned, to be honest. First off, did he just admit to having documents at Mar-a-Lago or somewhere else that were specifically about destroying America's nuclear arsenal because that's what it seems like to me. And by Chinese restaurant, he's specifically talking about the bowling Chinese restaurant in A Christmas Story, where he contends the former president, George Herbert Walker Bush, who, by the way, is now deceased and was the head of the CIA at one point, hid classified nuclear materials from America. Bellevue, could you guys come get your patient? He's running amok. 
National Archives put a trigger warning on the Constitution of the United States. Did you know that? And the Bill of Rights and other great documents that we have in our country, founding documents, considering them to be dangerous. They consider the Constitution to be dangerous. These are radical left lunatics and they lose documents. They plant documents. Let's see, is there a book on nuclear destruction or the building of a nuclear weapon cheaply? Let's put that box, let's put that book in with Trump. No, they plant documents. I mean, they have a terrible reputation. Look at the... What does the... What does the greatest Christmas movie of all time, and no, I'm not talking about Home Alone, I'm talking about A Christmas Story, and the former host The Celebrity Apprentice have in common? Well, last night at a rally, the former host The Celebrity Apprentice accused former President George H.W. Bush of hiding classified documents. Just wait. George H.W. Bush took millions of documents to a former bowling alley and a former Chinese restaurant where they combined them. So they're in a bowling alley slash Chinese restaurant. Boy, yes, it is. it's a beautiful duck. Yes, it, it really is. It's a... Uh, but you see... I don't get it. Instagram and was banned. 
And he made an even worse anti-Semitic statement on Twitter. Yeah. She said Elon Musk instead of Kanye. Hi, Becky. She says she has a uh, traumatic brain injury. Just waiting for him to bring Trump back. He doesn't officially own it yet. Have you partook in the fruit fruit cereal yet? Um, on his Twitter, Kanye West also, also took full pictures of his ballot at a polling station. Isn't that illegal? Did you hear Kanye West posted uh, anti-Semitic uh, thing? It got banned from Instagram and, uh, and Elon yeah, Musk that. said... Oh, welcome to Twitter. Um, and uh, Elon Musk, be before he posted a... Uh, he posted the... What? I wrote Elon Musk today. Oh, He's yeah. He's selling some new perfume. Um, it's called uh, Burnt Hair. I said, I'll sell it. I'll sell it in the dropshipping store, man. Send me... Let me <laughs> Burnt Hair? Yeah. That's weird. Huh? Weird. That's a weird name for perfume. Right? He said he'll use it to buy Twitter if everybody buys it. <laughs> um, but he's also, um, before he tweeted about, uh, you know, he tweeted a poll that was trying to get people to um, support, support, no, 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 Elon Musk. To, su to support Putin in annexing four provinces of, of Ukraine. Oh, wow. And it turns out he talked to Putin before well, he... You know, you know what, that, that's been written, that was written a long time ago, about that, the, the, the uh, I guess over there, where they're, where they're trying to take over. It was actually their land, and then they took over it before, then, then it came up, but it's actually, been, it's actually was their land, and they took over it. Beforehand, is what oh, I so now you're so, so now you're defending Putin, fucking invading Ukraine. That's exactly what you're do, talking all about. Is that, is that, is that, that's what that I understand that why he's doing it. It's not just because he wants to kill people. 
No, he's he's uh um he is supporting Russia's dictator in an uh illegal invasion of a, another country. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. So you're you're defending a fucking traitor, basically. That's what you're doing right now. Just saying. <laughs> Do you guys want to know which rally is the biggest rally the former host of the Celebrity Apprentice has ever had? And you're not just going to hear this from me. You're going to hear it straight from his mouth. Here you go. I kind of like this filter. It popped up on accident. Anyway, here you go. They never want to show how massive our crowd was. You know the biggest crowd I've ever seen? January 6th. And you never hear that. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the biggest crook of them all? Do you guys want to know which rally is the biggest rally the former host of the Celebrity Apprentice has ever had? And you're not just going to hear this from me. You're going to hear it straight from his mouth. Here you go. I kind of like this filter. It popped up on accident. Anyway, here you go. They never want to show how massive our crowd was. You know the biggest crowd I've ever seen?
and Pat. And I turned to him and I said, I think that we can add one more to the list. He said, who was that? And I said, I, I think Flynn. And he said, you know what? You might be right. But then he followed up that statement with telling me that when Jesus was alive, three days was 30 years. And who am I to argue with this guy? Seriously. But isn't it interesting that the Georgia prosecutor investigating whether the former host of Celebrity Apprentice improperly interfered in the 2020 presidential election formally filed court paperwork seeking testimony from Flynn and from Gingrich? How's that for contract with American Newt? Today I went to the store to pick up a prescription and there was this elderly Vietnam vet and I'm telling you, he must have been one of the first wave of soldiers sent to Vietnam. We were walking in, he commented on my earrings, and then was also going to the pharmacy where he proceeded to tell me that the two most hated generals in the United States were Custer and Patton. And I turned to him and I said, I think that we can add one more to the list. He said, who was that? And I said, I, I think Flynn. And he said, you know what? You might be right. But then he followed up that statement with telling me that when Jesus was alive, three days was 30 years. And who am I to argue with this guy? Seriously. <laughs> but isn't it interesting that the Georgia prosecutor investigating whether the former host of Celebrity Apprentice improperly interfered in the 2020 presidential election formally filed court paperwork seeking testimony from Flynn and from Gingrich? How's that for contract with American Newt? <laughs> Today I went to the store to pick up a prescription and there was this elderly Vietnam vet and I'm telling you, Can you guys do me a favor and read this right here and then look at these photos that popped up when I typed it in? This man is wanted in Iran for ending the life of an Iranian general by the name of Soleimani. But yet, this same man goes on TV today and spars with the wife of Julian Assange. And yes, I am going to show you that video. And I'm also going to share with you my Reese's Puffs opinion about it. Hang on. This man right here, by the way is in hiding because the Iranians are looking for him, but yet he says this. Nate shall get due process here, and I hope he gets at least 176 years in jail for what he did. So he's convicted him in his mind already. Well, of course, uh, Ambassador Bolton is kind of the ideological nemesis of Julian. He has, uh, during his time for the Bush administration and later the Trump administration, um, sought to undermine the international legal system, ensure that the U.S. is not under the International Criminal Court's jurisdiction. And if it was, uh, Mr. Bolton might uh, get fact, out of the United uh, Nations. be prosecuted under the ICC. Uh, he was one of the chief cheerleaders of the Iraq War, which Julian then exposed through these leaks. So um, he has a conflict of interest here. Ambassador Bolton? <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. I have an opinion. So does, so does Assange's wife. I guess we both get to speak them. Uh, you know, I think that, that what she fears is being brought to the United States and having Assange put under trial if he's innocent. Uh, if you can, she can at least show reasonable doubt that he's not guilty, he'll go free. What's she worried about? Well, I guess what she's worried about is a fair trial because it's pretty clear what the attitude towards him is. Let her say, give him an apology and reparations. Let, let her say Julian Assange cannot get a fair trial in America. Let her say it. Okay. Well, he cannot get a fair trial in America because he is being prosecuted under the Espionage Act, and he cannot bring... I'm going to admit that I don't know much about Julian Assange. I have not paid attention to that. But I do want to say it was very telling that Bolton 
already offers his opinion on how long Assange should serve in prison. Proclaims Assange guilty and then states that he would get due process under the law. You cannot have due process when somebody already considers you guilty. You cannot get a failed trial, no matter what type of case it is. And he encourages Assange just to show up in America magically and go through the process to see what happens. Because, you know, the American system, there's nothing like it. And I say this from experience because I've been through it. I have mentioned on here that I have been through hate crimes and... What are you talking about? How could it be $1,700? Oh, oh, I thought you meant they were charging $1,700 to get vaccinated. No, this part of the thing is, uh, uh, the initiative I've seen too, that, that they got money for health care to give out money to people to get help, you know, to get the back. They want everybody to get that vaccination. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Me either. Yeah. I mean... Trump told us to inject bleach, so they can get. And he turned down, he turned down fucking masks for first responders, so he can go. He and the whole fucking lot of them could go fuck themselves. Don't trust him. I don't trust him. Only the paranoid survive. Montana, but I have not detailed them. But let me tell you, the district attorney in Fergus County, Montana, the sheriff's department, and the police department all participated in that bullshit. I was denied attorneys. I was denied bail. I was denied due process. I was denied my service dog entrance into a courtroom. There was no evidence that I committed the crime. It was a fucking kangaroo court. But I won, didn't I, Mantu? Can you guys do me a favor and read this right here and then look at these photos that popped up when I typed it in? This man is wanted in Iran for ending the life of an Iranian general by the name of Soleimani. But yet, this same man goes on TV today and spars with the wife of Julian Assange. And yes, I am going to show you that video. And I'm also going to share with you my Reese's Puffs opinion about it. <laughs> Hang on. This man right here, by the way, is in hiding because the Iranians are looking for him. But yet he says... This. He'll get due process here, and I hope he gets at least 176 years in jail for what he did. So he's constructed him in his mind already. Well, of course, uh, Ambassador Bolton is kind of the ideological nemesis of Julian. He has, uh, during his time for the Bush administration and later the Trump administration, um, sought to undermine the international legal system, ensure that the U.S. is not under the international criminal court's jurisdiction. And if it was, uh, Mr. Bolton might, uh, in fact, uh, be prosecuted under the ICC. Uh, he was one of the chief cheerleaders of the Iraq war, which Julian then exposed through these leaks. So um, he has a conflict of interest here. Ambassador Bolton? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. I have an opinion. So does, so does Assange's wife. I guess we both get to speak. Publisher. 
Hardy offers his opinion on how long Assange should serve He's in prison. He's a whistleblower. Proclaims Assange guilty and then states that he would get due process under the law. You cannot have due process when somebody already considers you guilty. You cannot get a foul trial, no matter what type of case it is. And he encourages Assange just to show up in America magically and go A favor and read this right here and then look at these photos that popped up when I typed it in. This man is wanted in Iraq. Terrorists. But yet, this same man goes on TV today and spars with the wife of Julian Assange. And yes, I am going to show you that video. And I'm also going to share with you my Reese's Puffs opinion about it. Hang on. This man right here, by the way, is in hiding. might, uh, in fact, uh, be prosecuted under the ICC. Uh, he was one of the chief cheerleaders of the Iraq war, which Julian then exposed through these leaks. So um, he has a conflict of interest here. Ambassador Bolton? <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. I have an opinion. So does, so does Assange's wife. I guess we both get to speak them. Uh, you know, I think that the, what... Right. She fears is being brought to the United States and having Assange put under trial. If he's innocent, uh, if you can, she can at least show reasonable doubt that he's not guilty, he'll go free. What's so she cool. worried about? I, I guess what she's worried about is a fair trial because it's pretty clear what the attitude towards him is. Well, let her say that, that's fine. That let, let her say Julian Assange cannot get a fair trial in America. Let her say it. Okay. Well, he cannot get a fair trial in America because he is being prosecuted under the Espionage Act, and he cannot bring... I'm going to admit that I don't know much about Julian Assange. I have not paid attention to that. But I do want to say it was very telling that Bolton already offers his opinion on how long Assange should serve in prison, proclaims Assange guilty, and then states that he would get due process under the law. You cannot have due process when somebody already considers you guilty. You cannot get a failed trial, no matter what type of case it is. And he encourages Assange just to show up in America magically and go through the process to see what happens. Because, you know, the American system, there's nothing like it. And I say this from experience because I've been through it. I have mentioned on here that I have been through hate crimes in Montana, but I have...
fucking kangaroo court. But I won, didn't I, man, too? Can you guys do me a favor and read this right here and then look at these photos that popped up when I typed it in? This man is wanted in Iran for ending the life of an Iranian general by the name of Soleimani. On TV today in spars with the wife of Julian Assange. And yes, I am going to show you that video. And I'm also going to share with you my Reese's Puff's opinion about it. Hang on. This man right here, by the way, is in hiding because the Iranians... nemesis of Julian. He has, uh, during his time for the Bush administration, later the Trump administration, um, sought to undermine the international legal system, ensure that the U.S. is not under the international criminal court's jurisdiction. And if it Scores were off the chart. 
I scored in the Prometheus range. And on my old account, I literally outlined exactly who and what was going to happen on January 6th because I was watching the chatter across multiple, so, multiple social media platforms. And today they're saying the Secret Service knew. Supplied the FBI with so many them. Can you believe that shit? The fish rots from the head down, people. I swear to God, I should work in the federal. And on my old account, I literally outlined exactly who and what was going to happen on January 6th because I was watching the chatter across multiple, so, multiple social media platforms. And today they're saying the Secret Service knew ahead of time. No fucking shit. They were a part of it. That's why there was alternate Secret Service that day trying to get Mike Pence out of the building to take him to a, you know, a gallows of some sort. And no, I'm not talking about drinking wine from the Gallo family. Did you know that I supplied the FBI with so many fucking tips leading up to January 6th, and yet they didn't act, and then I got a... saying please don't ever contact us again because your tips we never looked into them can you believe that shit the fish rots from the head down people i, I think at this point we all know it's a common occurrence for people to fall out of windows or to fall down a flight of stairs when they have had a disagreement with the current president of the ussr we're all on the same page with that right do you guys remember this ukrainian woman who posed as a Rothschild to get in the inner circle of the former host of Celebrity Apprentice. I'm pretty sure you remember her. Well, the news is that today there was a shooting north of Montreal at a low-rent resort, and three people were shot, no longer breathing, and three of the people involved in the shooting escaped in a black SUV, and you will never guess what. One of the victims was Valerie Tarashenko, who was the business partner of the woman who posed as a Rothschild to get close up with the former host of Celebrity Apprentice while he was residing at Mar-a-Lago Fuck Yourself. I know you guys like to read this, so I'm just going to give you a minute to pause it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is somehow 100% related to the missing documents that the former host of the Celebrity Apprentice stole from the United States government while occupying the White House. You know, nuclear secrets, espionage information, uh, memos between former presidents and the current leader of North Korea and France, that kind of shit. And you know why I think this stuff's starting to happen? <clears throat> I think this guy has an indictment sealed, and we're not going to see it for a while, but these people, they know it's coming, and they're trying to clean house. I think at this point, we all know it's a common occurrence for people to fall out of windows or to fall down a flight of stairs when they have had a disagreement with the current president of the USSR. We're all on the same page with that, right? Do you guys remember this Ukrainian woman 
who posed as a Rothschild to get in the inner circle of the former host of Celebrity Apprentice? I'm pretty sure you remember her. Well, the news is that today there was a shooting north of Montreal at a low-rent resort, and three people were shot, no longer breathing, and three of the people involved in the shooting escaped in a black SUV, and you will never guess what. One of the victims was Valerie Tarashenko, who was the business partner of the woman who posed as a Rothschild to get close up with the former host of Celebrity Apprentice while he was resigning at Mar-a-Lago. Fuck yourself. I know you guys like to read this, so I'm just going to give you a minute to pause it. Go fuck yourself. I know you guys like <clears throat> Police sources, one victim is... <laughs> this is better than the young and the restless. Has somebody's comment about all this uh, intrigue? You know, the former, the former host of uh, Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> No, somebody commented, this is better than the young and the restless. Desk or... They weren't outside there. Here. Mm -hmm. I left them in the work desk. Look, you oh, right. what you need the, the one you want. Uh -huh. Two two C's. 
and 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 one and one uh, two C's and one that radio ending you were looking for. All right. All right. And a heating bulb. Oh, cool. You plug that into a, an outlet and that'll keep your boards warm. Oh. You know, they'll, they'll probably gather around with themselves. Maybe it was a few hey, did you see them? I have four new babies. Oh, did you? Yep. No, I didn't see them. Where are they at? They're in the, uh, the little uh, carrier over there. Come on, come on, man. Guinness, Guinness had four babies. She was uh, in that pot over there for, oh. <laughs> for like a month. How was the bird? Easy. How was the bird? The bird. Which bird? The bird. How was the bird? Oh, oh. How was the bird? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty easy. Hey, what up there? Though so I saw, I saw one. I mean, I heard it. I heard the, you know, I heard one squeaking, and, and it. I guess it had fallen out of the nest, and I saw mm -hmm. it over there, and I picked it up. It was this beautiful little blonde fluffy thing, mm -hmm. and um, it didn't quite fit in with the, you know, it's kind of crowded in that pot. So I, I put her, I put the baby in with the another mother so she kind of babysat it oh, for a little while she took over right away she yeah she babysat it until uh, oh, they all will huh? they're kind of like they're kind of like an auntie and on. an auntie yeah uh, I, uh, so um yeah there's there's two things i need to tell you um uh, it has come to my mind um one 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 about the duck pond no. can you get me can i get a duck pond the poor Poor little girl, she can she can't fucking yeah, walk. Um was it about the uh, spigot on the other side? Did you get my message? I'm just up for that. I just down at the house still. I didn't bring it with me. Oh is it is it gonna split? split oh no, what's on my back? Oh, I got bit. I was down there working on the vehicle. Uh -huh. Oh, you You bit by. Oh wow. This side and this side, full. Whoa. Just, just covered. It just. It, I, I is mean, it I was spider down or what? Working what is on the car, and, and Sophia's laying on the blanket right mm -hmm. before I lay down, and I figured this bitch got the cooties. Uh. Look at these two. They're out, man. So that's a male, and the other one's a female, right? Because it was red. Got to be one male and one female. Probably. The red. It's got to be the male, right? Probably. And that's the female. Oh, I hope they have babies right there. I hope they have babies. You better watch up there for them doing it, huh? Well, the we'll, we'll know when, when it's going to stay put, huh? Yeah, she'll find a nest. Oh, I can't wait. I don't want one. I can't wait. They're like, they're, they're parrots. <laughs> See how big their beaks are, too? They're bigger than the other birds. Uh -huh. And they're like, they're like linkier. They're, they're almost smart. like a... smart. Yeah, yeah, they're almost like a, 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 a what do you call it, um... Uh, a crane or a stork, you know? Yeah. yeah. Roadrunners. Yeah. Roadrunners. And look, the, their hair even covers their eyes perfectly. <laughs> yeah, I love their hair. It's so funny. Okay, I've never seen no, no chickens with hair like that. <laughs> never. Oh, pom pom on your head. Yeah, peepees. Peepees. <laughs> hey, peepee. <laughs> They've shitting on everything up there. Uh, can't see it. Hi. Right. Uh. Out of sight, out of minds. The bousiers are hot. 
good. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The bustiers are hot. Every, uh, every woman, tell you, every probably, woman would love a bustier, yeah. I think. Well, I'm thinking what I'm thinking about too is like so. Then I've been thinking about my online ploy, right? You know, like I've been doing watching lives and talking to people in the lives. I've tried to like I've tried to I've tried to uh, how do you say it? Um, you know, approach a couple females like, hey, look, pie crypto or whatever it was. But now I got the store. I'm gonna go to TikTok. But I need a female's face, like a real, like a, a young middle like 30s that has has a lot of an influencer, let's say that has like. Well, uh, um, Tierney's girlfriend is. She has she has an account with like one with with uh, I don't know like her TikTok's got like 150k or something like that, mm-hmm. and then then she's got another one that's that has a lot. But she stopped doing it because people are sending dick pics and shit like that. She just got oh. tired of it, you know. That's what they do. A bunch of creeps. I said you just need a moderator. I said I'll be your moderator. Uh-huh. You know, and Tierney was like Tierney's watch. She's like ah, she's like do whatever you need to do. You know whatever it does. You know she knows not. She's not going for all that shit, but she just said, you know, like, she's like, it's just monotonous, you know, like, she can't even work. She's on there and all this cockpits coming through, have one after the other. That's what these guys do. You ever get them too? They send them to you when you're out just randomized shit? I mean, no? You're not on the no, social I'm, media I'm, like I'm, that. Like the, yeah, the dating I, scene. I don't um, fucking, They're fucking talk to scammers. Oh, man. Like I did, that. Everybody likes to just send a picture of their dick, apparently, to females. Yeah. They love it. They just do it. And they're like, and the, when the women are all like, we don't, I'm going to block you. We don't want to see your penis. It's okay. <laughs> don't worry. It's an ugly fucking stool. Just keep it to yourself, you fucking Why fucker. does it get that far? Like, uh, Oh, man. It just does. They just go they right just, for it. They go right for it. No, there's no whole bar. They say hi or anything. Nothing. Just, you know, they send a dick picture. They say, you want to see what? my dog? You know, oh, well, she fucking, she reports them, right? They do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do. I like this one that Gross. I'm on, and I've got I've got a lot I've got like I'd say I, I've been on I was on there a long time ago, but I just recently got back on. I got like 2,500 friends already, um, and but this is the one where it's like which one uh, Facebook? Uh, no, no, it's a it's a uh, no Facebook what Facebook I have that one. It's it's another it's like a it's like a uh, okay you know what tagged is or or tagged or you got you got a um, tag and you have you have high five and you have so you can buy pets. You buy people is what it is. So so no, new no, people no. come on there and you get money. You get paid for it, but it's not real money. It's like it's like you know it's like uh, the money. But I'm trying to talk to them. I'm like, well, you guys need to go crypto, man. I'm been writing the management. Like they're like, any ideas? I'm like, yes, go crypto. You can mm-hmm. get people, you know, a millionth of a penny, and they think they're getting something. They are. They're getting a millionth mm-hmm. of a penny of fucking crypto. Mm-hmm. So so um yeah, I'm trying to talk them into that. But I, I want to. I just told them I said I'd be a moderator because a lot of these a lot of these people like I don't really talk in the chat the chat area. You know I just. I just friend a bunch of people and just talk to them and be like, hey, what's up? You know, I don't, I'm not like, hey, you know, I don't get raunchy with nobody. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I just keep it 100, you know, just, just normal conversation. You know what I mean? Uh, that's why I got so many friends and there's no, like, people, people report you, you know, then you're creepy. You can't do that. Women do it too. Women do it too. I get pictures all the time with Spread Eagle. Spread Eagle. Yep. Spread Eagle. Women, they want you to go to their campsite or. Or they want to, they want to talk to you. They're local too. I mean, I don't have them. I'm, I'm, I've seen them like, I'm like, oh, hey, and they're like, you want to see my, uh, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good. I'm okay on that right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know. It's all right. I probably it's not even you. It's probably a guy. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. I, I see you want to call me on the phone. Verify you're a female first, and then we can talk. No, but no, no, no. Oh, my camera's broken. Well, how you gonna? 
He's taking pictures. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I, but I weed out. This. So what it is is because so there's this group of people out there. What they do is they get on there every night. It's like a wave of fucking bitches, right? And it's oh. not guys. It's not girls or guys. It's probably girls and guys. And they go and they they post these ads and it's you know it's, it's attractive women and they and what they do is they say um, uh, they guide you to another site and this other site is they get a they get a, a for selling a site to like uh, Mad- Madison uh, actually Madison platform? all these you know like the the uh, high five and 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 Vigo and and uh, there's just a oh, bunch I of know, I don't know anything no about no, that. no yeah, they're that. they're highly technical <laughs> live streaming. So, so there's not live streaming. There's people that are on on chat. You can tell when everybody's on. Nobody can hide themselves either. You can tell when everybody's on and everybody's there. You you either have friends or you don't have friends. You either get blocked and you're like you don't see no action going on because then then everybody does doesn't like you and they block you. And then next thing you know, there's like the chat has nothing for you. It offers nothing because everybody blocked you. So I'm but I'm I'm pretty much I'm a VIP in there. So I have. All right, yeah, they get blocked because they do stuff like that. They're like, they come in there and they're like, are any girls want to, you know, have to go get fucked tonight, drive around and have some beers? And... <laughs> they never answer these guys either. They never answer them. The girls never fucking answer them. These guys will say, no, the gay guys, they, the gay guys, they answer each other. <laughs> For sure. They're like, you know, like, but is it kind of like they call IRC it, I'm a dumb on the DL, huh? Is it kind of like the IRC or something? It's it is, but it's more advanced than IRC. Chat, it's a live streaming platform where where you can you can do you, like, you can do dates, you can do battles, see, can you, you can see do the, you can yeah see yeah the, yeah. The, sometimes I fucked up too. Like the other night, I was sitting there and I, I was on <laughs> and I didn't even know it. <laughs> I, and I end up with like I, I'm and I'm, I've never went live on there, but I end up with like like eighty people fucking you know like following me, friending me, but I didn't even know it was on. <laughs> with another girl, with this girl, and she was like talking to me through the screen. She's like, you going to say something? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you're I'm like, I'm not, I mean, like, are you really talking to me? Are you talking to me? I've been through this before. It was another thing. I mean, I just smoked some weed. I hit the bong. I hit the bong in front of it and everything. I'm like, I'm like, I just thought it was like they were talking and I was listening to the stream. But no, I was in the stream. They blacked out my screen for a minute. I was like, hey, what's wrong with my fucking screen? I'm trying to tell something happening. And then all of a sudden, uh-huh. she comes back up and then I'm in the picture. I just, you know, I'm like, oh, I set the phone down and I kept working and shit. I was just like, listen to them. And then I found that Bitcoin and I'm like, <laughs> I found that Bitcoin. Did you see it? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I came in a package. It came in a box of something that we ordered uh-huh. like a long time ago. And it's a, it's a, it's a cryptocurrency wallet that's mm-hmm. no good. I only bought one of them. Thank God. Um, it meant like 20 bucks or something like that. But it was, it's called a tel. Tmex, T Temex, T E M E T E T E M E X. Yes. And what's that? Well, what happens is, is the problem with it is I watched the review on it. Well, I'm doing this. I can open it up and there's the Bitcoin. I'm like, I didn't know if it was a real one. I thought, mm-hmm. man, did they set me up? I got twenty grand or what? What's going on? <laughs> but it was it's it's a it's a gold it's gold plated, but it looks it looks real. Um and and so I uh I uh. I went online you and I you know, do, do what I did. Yeah, do it like bucks. A, huh? You got a long time. Well, ago yeah, like yeah, bucks. like almost a year ago, you know. Uh-huh. And so, so um, I, I, uh, I good, good thing I didn't sell it to nobody because mm-hmm. it has a flaw in it. So there's, there, that's why I got it for twenty some dollars because they already knew it back then. So, what it is is when you plug it in, it shows up on the screen of your phone, your, your fucking, your pat, your, your little, your little thing. So what it is is the guy saying that he's saying if. If anybody's like all all the stuff like we're getting ready to go through another major change when we when when the, when the coins hit, I'm gonna be like, 
<laughs> it's gonna have everything on it, and it's only gonna be for that. That only. I already tried to do that, but it's taken so long that oh, yeah. we've you know filled up. But it doesn't matter. So so it's like, but what it's gonna come down to is like. When the day comes, we're gonna we need to get on money on the on the hard wallets as fast as possible, so that we don't get jacked. Because there's well, they're waiting out there, they're waiting. So they're like they don't even know. Like so, if you if your screen is being recorded or you if you even hit copy, I found a way. I know how to get. I mean, you want to see some shit on your phone? Oh my god, <laughs> I got to learn learn so much stuff. Um, uh, it's amazing. It's it's unreal. It's fucking unreal. Uh, what what uh what's on that phone and every every button you've ever pushed from day one is recorded on there every single button every every fucking password it doesn't matter whether you think it's safe or not it's not safe no password safe there's 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 this way there's this way to do it but we're not we're not there yet it's going to cost us it's going to cost us dearly um, it's going to cost us dearly in the, in the future in the future here we'll be going to a to a, a um, like a web 4 per se okay it's gonna be floating on another level of of uh of uh security like they're gonna be our security people and and uh, or, you know but, but it'll be ai it'll be ai that's programmed to not any that they're programmed to only do this right and their and their protocol will will cannot be changed is what they're saying so their protocol will be that they can never turn around and just you know give out the passwords or infiltrate their own system He's like, I don't know, wait a minute. He's like, ugh. Ugh. You know, like, like, ugh. Lean forward. How you doing, Puppers? How you doing, Puppy Missing a leg. This is Nubby. Nubbins. Hey, Mr. Nubbins. Come on, Kit Kit. Kit Kit. He's like, oh. Mr. Nubbins. Probably. Probably feels good to get, you know. He can get to it though. Yeah, very much, my body dog. Yeah, my body. Wow, look at this one. She's bad. You got a dog up in your lap. <laughs> Such a clean. Thing. Only one kitty left. Yeah. You better keep it tight and white, bro. Yeah. Stick around. This one's heavy. <laughs> you don't care like he's like, he's like. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a dog. He likes rough. Yeah, yeah. He, he's cool. He, he even like scratch his tummy or no, or rub his tummy. He likes it. Like, Closes his one eye. Yeah. You need a little marble. Put a little marble in his eye. <laughs> That's what Sammy Davis Jr. did. Do you want a marble in your eye, Judy? I don't think so. Probably only um, tolerate a patch for a short amount of time, but I think for Hollywood, for Halloween, Halloween, um, I should make him a little patch and uh, you know take take some pictures with him and his little patch. I think you look very handsome with the patch. You are my little cripple kitty. Fucking long ass next to me, birds too. They're like cranes. <laughs> they prune it up every night, huh? They're like, I gotta make myself look good for tomorrow. Prune it up. <laughs> I like how they stretch. See how they just stretch like that? 
Hey, let's go to war. If I could have what they both had, if they had eggs at the same time and have two birds, that would be the perfect the two colors. They make a that was a bird make a good fucking. Wonder if you shaved their head, if they could probably see a lot better. <laughs> I'd highly doubt they'd let you shave their head though. <laughs> maybe the baby. You gotta get them from from this, you know, from the little teeny baby, and then they'd be fine. Cause they're they pick them. They don't even really still. They don't let you pick them up, right? No. They won't let you near. They run. They take the yeah. fuck off. They don't want to be touched. They're okay with everybody now. They feel safe I have, here. I maybe I when they were little, I should have. I should have. Like, they were even then. They were scared. They were skittish when they got here. Yeah. Well, I, I should have. You know, um, hung out with them at night. You know, when they're sleepy. Like you take the a other, lot of shit, like hey? the other birds. You take a lot of shit, don't you? Huh? Take a lot of shit. What's going on, Hanker? You're going, kitty. Hmm? You think you're going? <laughs> Look at your feet. Yeah. So yeah, um, the um, the the host up in up in front. No. That goes over there's broken. Um, yeah, that, that, you fix that. But, no, no but, I didn't fix um, it. I was going to just put you, put you a, a hose, the, the hose is broken. Uh, so I only just uh, took one off and put it on. I, you still need it, you'll never get over there to the other side, over that way. So yeah, I was going to fix it. they don't it. have water down there. Oh. They don't have water. Oh, they got water up in here, right? You get most water up in here somewhere, right? Uh... Doctor Baker would be crying to me if he if he was, was thirsty. He'd be going. He would look straight at me like. <laughs> you should cut those in half and use those for water bottles. Hmm. 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 What are you doing with the paint box? So what are you doing with that? Where? The box. This, that was just moved it because it was in my way. I'm looking over there for BBs. Oh. I seen the motherfucking BBs. You know, did over you there, look huh? That, over there. Uh, did you look in that shelf thing behind the? Where? Look on that white. See, right there, where the standing birds are. On, yeah. I think so too. It might be in there. I think you so. Or on the work table over there in the corner. No, I don't know about that either, because they they were they were inside. I know that they were they were in in. They were not outside. That's what I do know. Mm. Well, maybe on this table right here. Well, you didn't see on this table. No, you you would know that, there. right? You would have known that. Damn, we need to we need some room in here. Let's get ha, 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 ha. Oh, Ooh, that stinks.
Ow. Holy sheep shit. That's just leather there. It's not there. Well, I'm just talking about over I have, I have, in that white shell. Gotta move thing, it, man. I'm just putting it over here so I can. Don't put it there. under the rain path. Okay, I'll put it back. I'm done. Because I still can't get over here. I'm trying. But I'm also watching the ground at the same time to make sure there ain't no critter fucking fart fuckers up Hell. here. <laughs> fart fucker. Yeah, man. Fart fuckers. Yes, we're getting fucking high. Yes, we're getting fucking high. Look, let me touch him. Look. He's, it is a rooster. So he's a rooster. And that's the female. Watch mm -hmm. it, Bubba. Gotta go. Go over there. Go. Go. Come on. Get over there. Move. Go. Look, let me touch him. Come on. Go. Get up there. Come on. Go. Get up there with your beezy. Go on. All right. Thank you. Yes, we're getting fucking high. Fucking high. You let me touch him just now. Yeah. No problem. Mm -hmm. That was weird. Usually a fucking scram for me. Hey man, I don't have one fucking flashlight. One headlight in my life. <clears throat> I can't seem to find any anywhere either. I've literally had like ten of them. Yeah, like all my all my flashlights fucking disappeared or they don't work anymore. I don't know what the fuck was up God. Right. Either. Weird. Weird shit going on around here. There's yeah, something going on. Hey, man. Dude was thinking about something coming over there, parking the way he was, had his little beers, had uh -huh. batteries, so he knew he had a flashlight. But he must have not come up into the camp. He must have thought about it all night. Uh -huh. But she didn't do it. I don't know. That just was weird. I want to He was there tell you, for a while. Like it I got something for At least shit. an hour to huh? drink five beers. Oh, yeah, probably. At least. A couple hours. Yeah. Two or three hours, I bet. Yeah. He easily probably saw... You know, well, I haven't left in a while now. Mm -hmm. I haven't left in like, in like weeks, really like weeks. Mm -hmm. For very brief, we come back. But generally, I'm out during the, you know, like, I mean, then sometimes we go late, you know? I want to, I want cameras to be set up so we can I'm see. I'm going, I got them right now. Hey, I got them yeah. right now. I'm going to set them up. Mm -hmm. I'm going to set them up so I can see that here. Yeah. I got it. They're, they're what right about here. back here? They're on the park. There's two back here. There's one at the fence and one right there. I can see the mountain. What about like, you know? I don't have one there. I would want one that shows this whole corridor right here. Right. Gotcha. In the like the the path, the walking. Yeah. You know. Here you go. Look, you let me cut him. Look. This is my bird. <laughs> he definitely looks like David Bowie with that, yeah. with that like orange hair. Hi, handsome buddy. Hi, buddy. How you doing, cuteness? Oh, Peeper. Peepy man. <laughs> the peepy man. Yeah, you're talking to you. Huh? Talking to peepy man. 
Mr. CC. You know, Rex used to be up here all the time, too. Up here. Yeah. Miss it now, huh? Yeah. My back seat. He's probably at someone else's house. I hope so. Yeah, I think so. I think he's at someone else's There's house. Two. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm hoping he's too smart to be out with his, you know. Oh, I found the CBD. I oh, knew good. it was here. Good. There it is. Nice. But it's empty. Fuck, it laid over on the side. Oh, Ooh. You gonna make it? Shit. Scared the fuck out of me. Goddamn. Oh. Damn, I thought I found it. I know there was one bottle here, but it, it laid on its side and emptied out. Hey, pee pee mun. But you keep holding on. I don't think those those Polish birds have much meat on them. They don't look like very meaty birds. I mean, they're mostly legs. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're, they're not meaty They're mostly all. legs and hair. They got no meat Hairdo. on them. Hairdo. Meatless. <laughs> Meatless chickens. Yep, they are. They're just like fashion to them. They're just like fashion horses. Yeah, there's nothing to them. They're like little fashion models. Yeah, they're like fashion models. They sure they're the, they're the supermodels of the chicken world. Prissy little fuckers, though, too. <laughs> look at me, look at me. Oh, buddy. Fucking cute-ass bird. I, li I like the way they um they go around here like they own the place. and um, Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they're very confident in them. They can run fast. Yeah. They can run faster than anybody else. No, no, we can catch him. Yeah, I don't, so I don't have to worry. I don't feel yeah, like... Yeah, sitting up high, I though. I would like worry about that right there. Yeah. You know, at nighttime, that, that, that doesn't matter. Something can pick him up. But you know what I've noticed? Since the lights have been off in uh -huh. the courtyard, there's been no problems. When the lights are on, that's when there's problems. When the fucking oh, animals can see. Because uh -huh. the, the birds, I've noticed, dude, you haven't had one problem in the courtyard. In the courtyard at all. But when we had the lights on... I thought that was more because, I mean, I have some big-ass birds, and they're probably kind of scared of those birds. Well, maybe, those maybe. big-ass turkeys. Maybe, you know, that, that'd, be, that'd be grand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that'd be the, that, that's the goal, right? Big-ass fucking turkeys. On the wall, they're pretty... And, and the peacocks, too. Yeah, they, they're, they're, really, uh, they're really doing good out being out. You yeah. know, you had him locked up, and now they can roam around. Even even Sapphod roams around, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's not worried about him flying anymore. Like he did it that one time, and I think I think after that, I think it was so traumatic to him. He's like, I'm not doing that shit again. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like to they learn. know too. They're like, if I fly over there, it's done fucked. Yeah, I'm gonna. He didn't know. You know, you know, he don't know where the property fucking line is. So so he just and he was scared. Uh, by Shitbird, right? One yeah, yeah. Times. The Shitbird charged him. I uh, charged him like that was one of the last times I seen him charge it. But uh -huh. he was like, cause he never seen the peacock out like that. Uh -huh. And he went, he went to go like he he charged him, but it wasn't like he was gonna. I don't think he was gonna bite him or anything. He think he was just running at him. And uh -huh. then the peacock just took flight. I was remember I just a couple minutes before I'm like, he's too fat to fucking fly. Shit, that motherfucker was like, go whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> yeah. I was Pretty like, oh amazing. shit. So that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing footage. <laughs> oh my god. I couldn't. I tried to look on the camera. That would have been amazing footage. Yeah, I tried to look at the camera. Couldn't find it. Didn't make it. 
It was scary because I thought to myself, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. There goes the bird. How far is he going to fly is what I was wondering. Where is he going to stop? Where is he going to stop? Well, they're not used to flying, so um, <coughs> yeah, that's a good thing, cause, so they won't fly. That, that, they that, shouldn't that fly very far. You know, or they'll get tired. I mean, a big-ass bird never flies, you know. Yeah, yeah, they got to get tired. He, I mean, and he kind of knew what he was doing. He landed in a fucking tree, uh-huh. uh, you know, perfectly on the top. So did the other one. The other one, too. They know they know not to hit the ground, maybe. Maybe they do know that. They land in a tree, because the other one was in the tree, too. Uh-huh. But it was up higher. Look at this fucker. Halliburty. Look, look. Yeah. Like, How am I going to get up there? God damn it. Fuck my shit up. <laughs> Fuck my shit up. Fuck my shit up. Think about it too. Look at me. Oh, cuties. <clears throat> they want to be a pie. Look at me. Uh, I wonder if it's on the shelf up. Uh, that shelf up there, where the birds are on top of. Oh, I'm bad. I want them bad because I got something to show you. I got an I got an automatic firing weapon. <laughs> fires a fucking fires a clip of like 80 BBs in like three sec four seconds. No shit. Yeah, wow. man. And it's fucking. It, it's airsoft. Like but I think you can put these BB, BBs out here. A machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, air powered one too. Powerful as fuck. Wow. It looks like a Mac 10. It's got a big clip. The clip is this long. Holy shit. Oh. Hey, Fifi Man. Yeah, the clip's a foot fucking long. Two and a half. I wonder how to tell the other um, types of species like the males. How to do what? How to tell which is the rooster for the other, uh, the other mm. type of species. You know, they kind of remind me of like a 1950s ad for a very like classy chick or something, you know, like a cigarette advertisement, you know, those old cigarette advertisements, yeah. have you ever seen those? Oh yeah. They kind of remind me of like, uh, like one of those, those chicks in a like 1950s. I told you about that tape my uncle got to quit smoking, right? Like a pillbox hat. The tape from the Cancer Society. Uncle, they, they sent him the Cancer Society sent him a tape to listen to it because he quit smoking. It says, God, smoke me. I'm going to kill you. Like, yeah, come on. I'm bad, I'm bad for your lungs, but I'm a, you want me. Come on, smoke me. <laughs> this is a tape. You, <coughs> you put this cassette tape in it. <coughs> and that's what it would say. <coughs> it's supposed to help you stop smoking? Yeah, yeah. But it says, keep saying, I'm going to kill you. What? You smoke me, I'm going to kill you. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He would play that on the way home yeah. from the bar. <laughs> he would have a cocktail in his hand, put it out in loops. So While he's like driving? Far out there, you know? While he's driving? Yeah, yeah. It was four in the morning. There'd be no cops, you know? Five <laughs> in the morning. Plus, he knew all the cops in town. <laughs> they come to the bar and shit. And, you know, they, 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 he took care of them, you know? Like, I mean, they, they knew. They knew. <laughs> They knew, they know, they know. That's what that song's about. They know, they know. Oh, I need this box too for the fucking oil. Hey doing. man, I learned something uh, interesting tonight uh, on TikTok. <laughs> Here. Um, you know, uh, smoke on the water. Right? 
That's actually Beethoven's fifth backwards. No, that's it? yeah, that's genius. how we get that. What a genius. Uh, what a fucking genius, right? Fucking uh, uh, <laughs> um, huh? Lyrics, uh, not lyrics here, but uh, who is it? Deep Purple. Huh? Yeah, Deep Purple actually had a beer with them once. After their show in Taipei. Yeah. yeah. There was pictures too, but they, uh... <clears throat> I was never a big concert goer, man. I, I just didn't really want... I just didn't care for the crowd. I didn't. Yeah, well, my, my friends knew that they were going to be behind their uh, hotel and this Hanging out. Yeah. They knew where... He knew where they were going to be hanging out, so we went there and uh, we got to hang out with them. That was pretty cool. Hi, pretty guy. What are you doing, huh? What are you doing? Oh, shit. Hey, this is weird. Look, uh, look at my, um, it's stuck on 3835. Isn't that weird? It's running, running out of space. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> All this shit. Our mindset is in our 30s. Huh? Our mindset is still in yeah, our 30s. Yeah, yeah, Basically. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Mm. We didn't follow the fuddy-duddy motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Like, the oldie-goldies that were there, not like... Uh, yeah, but before 65, they're fucking, like, fucking old school, you know what I mean? I mean, you couldn't even... You can't play rap in the vicinity, even. They, mm -hmm. won't, they won't have it. <laughs> They're not having it at all. <laughs> Got a whole other slew of cords and fucking chargers. Look here. Here's your fucking chargers and your fucking things. Oh, whole yeah, slew oh. of them. God damn. See, I knew it. I knew God it. damn the pusher. I said, God damn the pusher, man. Like fucking all the all the charging cords you could ever want. In the world here, iPhone, fucking other ones. Oh my god, no iPhone, no iPhone. Uh, is there an iPhone? Ain't your iPhone a C cord? Um, you would know better than I, I would. I believe so. Why is there an iPhone right there? No, I don't think you need an iPhone cord. It's a C cord. You got C cords right in front of you. And here's another charger. Oh, Lord. You're like, I know that motherfucker's here somewhere. That sounds fucking cool, too. Ah! <laughs> 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 the common occurrence for people to fall out of windows or to fall... Just so we're all clear, this is Nikola Tesla. He had an estimated IQ of 160 to 300, depending on what sort of assessment that you were to hold him accountable to. The truth is, we're only going to know this man by the amazing accomplishments he had in his life and knowing that he was born way too soon because some of his ideas were so advanced that people thought he was insane. Being extremely intelligent is a burden. There is no doubt about that. A personal burden. This guy worked for um, Thomas Edison, and Thomas Edison robbed 
Tesla and George Westinghouse of a lot of their inventions, said they were his inventions, didn't pay these guys. Nikola actually died in poverty. He was afraid of pearls, considered himself married to a pigeon, and no, I'm not making fun of him. And in the middle of the night once, he woke up and knew that his mother had died, got on a transatlantic boat, and went back to his home country and found that it was true. Why am I talking about Nikola Tesla? Well, actually, this video is really about Kanye West, and I want you guys to see a video of what he had to say today during an interview. <laughs> we need that. It's like 90% of America is not even developed. I'm not one of the people that go up and say, hey, I want to stop anybody from making money. The people that make money and the powers that be, I am your true Nikola Tesla. And I'm not even a scientist. <laughs> and I really don't know the context Fucking of this idiot. interview, but what I am thinking Ooh. is that Kanye, Kanye is comparing West. himself to Nikola Tesla because Nikola was robbed of his talents, robbed of his money, denied the ability to make money, but at the same time continued working with others to develop the things that were important to him. We all know that since Donda passed away that he has struggled very much. Life is complicated, and the media can spend things to make it look like we're saying things that we're not. People can twist our words and use them against us. And I do hope that Kanye gets the help that he needs in a format that would not deny him the ability to use his talents. And sometimes being medicated can stop creativity. They medicate him? I mean, people who used to have TB back in the day would not take TB medications because they believed that the disease itself caused us of a lot of their inventions said they were his inventions, didn't pay these guys. Nikola actually died in poverty. He was afraid of pearls, considered himself married to a pigeon. And no, I'm not I making why fun he of him. afraid of pearls. And in the middle pearls. of the night once, he huh? woke up and pearls. knew that his mother had died, got on a transatlantic boat, and went back to his home country and found that it was true. Why am I talking about Nikola Tesla? Well, actually, this video is really about Kanye West, and I want you guys to see a video of what he had to say today during an interview. We need that. It's like 90% of America is not even developed. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of the people that go up and say, hey, I want to stop anybody from making money. The people that make money and the powers that be, I am your true Nikolai Tesla. And I'm not even a scientist. It sounds like an arrogant prick to me. But what I am thinking is that Kanye is comparing to Nikola Tesla because Nikola was robbed of his talents, robbed of his money, denied the ability to make money, but at the same time continued working with others to develop the things that were important to him. We all know that since Donda passed away that he has struggled very much. Life is complicated. And the media can spend things to make it look like we're saying things that we're not. People can twist our words and use them against us. And I do hope that Kanye gets the help that he needs in a format that would not deny him the ability to use his talents. And sometimes being medicated can stop creativity. 
People who used to have TB back in the day would not take TB medications because they believed that the disease itself caused them to be more creative in their output of artistic endeavors. TB was known as a disease of passion, a disease that consumed somebody. The word consumption also means TB. And I think easy is feeling the affect of being consumed. Just so we're all clear, this is Nikola Tesla. He had an estimated IQ of 160 to 300, depending on... Tonight, the New York Times is reporting... Is Kanye West on medication or something? Yeah, yeah, they, they put him on medication, but they For, uh, yeah, bipolar? Running his what? mouth? Yeah, or something like that. You know, just saying fucked up shit. Yeah, all intense. Probably on fucking hard drugs. That's what I thought. That's what it usually is. Then the United States Department of Justice has reached out to the lawyers of the former host of The Celebrity Apprentice and informed them that they are aware that the former host still has documents in his possession. A top Justice Department official told lawyers in recent weeks that the department believes he has not returned all the documents when he left the White House. And this is all despite the fact that they have asked him multiple times to return documents and then eventually raided Mar-a-Lago, fuck yourself. There are potentially multiple worst-case scenarios, and one of them is that the former host of the Celebrity Apprentice has lost control of those documents, meaning that they have been stolen, or that he has sold them, or that he has traded them for something. Possibly Already? $2 billion from the Saudis uh, donated to Kushner. They're trying to imp- imp- Maybe they're in Ivana's grave. Or, or this scenario, that the documents are packed. Did you hear that? Maybe they're in Ivana's grave. Maybe they're what? In Ivana's grave. Oh, God. I think I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm like 100% sure that's where he's, he's storing documents there. In Ivana's grave. Yep. What the fuck? He, um... Why would he store them though? With the, with the, so he could have them for what? I think that they're uh, incriminating because it shows like what he did as president, oh, so which is a lot. Of... You're saying he's hiding them because 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 it shows he's a fucking traitor and terrorist. That's why. <clears throat> and he wants to um, keep stuff as dirt on people and. Uh, uh, maybe as a like a get out of jail free. Oh, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh, that that that's that's one hundred right there. I mean, like like Is... they all do that shit, man. That you know, don't don't doubt that them all. All of them got something on each other. These fucking grimy motherfuckers. They all do. They fucking all do. So Come yeah, on. I guess he you know wanted this. to share everybody. So um um, and also he's he's such a um such a fucking sick fuck that uh you know he's you know these these like malignant narcissistic assholes that like i don't think they actually be- believe it they they maybe maybe talk themselves yeah he thinks he's above the law yeah they, they, um, that's that is for sure that's one of the one of the uh, downfalls of they think they're never going to get caught or are they're above everything. Yes, yes, that is narcissistic. Uh-huh. superior. For sure. And the law doesn't apply to him. And it comes from, you know what it comes from? Everybody, everybody, because it's, you know, he's a celebrity. Oh, uh-huh. oh you know what I mean? And yeah. When, when, when you got all Star that attention, it turns you into a narcissist. I'm sorry, but mm. it just does. You can be turned into one, too. 
Right, right. I don't know. I don't know about that. What? <laughs> I said I don't know about that. Yeah, you can be turning it Sounds like you're I mean, trying to. Sounds you're like you're trying to uh, like minimize. They even said you're not born with it. it it's something mm -hmm. that's it's nature. I mean nurture, yeah. not 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 well, nature. It's nurture. Maybe maybe he should just uh, try to have himself declared as criminally insane or something. No, that'll never happen. He's not that. I don't think he's. Sure, I think he is. Why would he go down that route? So he doesn't get executed for fucking treason. Yeah. And terrorism. I don't. I don't think anybody in this country has enough balls, though, uh, other than me, to enough balls. Balls. <laughs> yeah. Other than me, right Dude. now, to to even to, you know mention that, but yeah, he's a fucking terrorist. He showed himself to be a terrorist on, Gen. Well, even be way before then, you know, he's he. Uh, he incited uh, violence against the sitting governor, governors, plural, and they tried to kidnap the governor of Michigan, Gretchen Whitmer. The governor of Michigan. Yeah, they were following his orders. He tweeted it. He said, liberate Michigan, in all caps, and then he said, they're trying to take away your Second Amendment rights. It wasn't even... It wasn't even a fucking issue of Second Amendment rights that that was going on. It was talking about a mask mandate for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ! And nobody, nobody ever fucking charged what that state terrorist that's using the, his position to act as a terrorist. Yeah. And the FBI actually busted. 13 paramilitary dudes who were following Trump's orders and they were going to kidnap um kidnap and assassinate the the Michigan uh Governor Whitmer. And for some dumb reason, she didn't fucking do anything. She didn't she didn't ch press charges. Uh, you bet your ass I would have pressed charges. Fuck our terrorists. I would have. Yeah. Why? Why did she not? I don't know. I've been, uh, you know, I've tried to ask her several times. Huh? You tried to ask Trump? I tried to ask her several oh. times. Why don't you charge him with fucking terrorism? Him? No. Are you on her Twitter or something? Or? Tweeted her. I'll do it right now again. Hmm? I'll do it again right now. Hmm. Tomorrow at 1 p.m. E.T., the committee will present the key facts we've uncovered. All right. Finally. What, what? January 6th. They're going to have one more. They're going to they're gonna meet tomorrow, probably, maybe for one of the last times. Where? They're putting on a good show.
to Yeah. They're all going down. Better go down. Well, we're fucked, man. We're, we're totally fucked. We are. We're, we're uh, if they don't if they don't bush. go down if they don't go down that that's why I'm not, I'm just like I oh, gotta. You mean, you mean if it doesn't happen? You're saying we're if fucked? they if uh, these people are not barred from office, we oh, yeah. are fucked. Uh, it, it'll be it'll be precedence. There, even if they're not indicted before these midterms, we're fucked because we're gonna get stuck with them again. These motherfuckers, they won't indict because it's a fucking election year. Well, these motherfuckers shouldn't have been sworn in in the first place. Right. It was days after the January sixth election. Yeah, I'm feeling on that one. We, we're fucked if it like if it all fucking we're fucked anyway. It, I, I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> no matter what, we're fucked. We're fucked one way or the other. Like, like we're we're not free. We're not free citizens. Let's just just admit that right now, okay? We're not free to do what we want to do. But having a lot of money sure makes it easier, you know. But uh, uh yeah. a lot of money sure makes it a lot fucking easier to do what you want to do. But then again, they be putting motherfuckers in prison. They got a lot of money. Rich people in prison too. That's what that's what it's that's what's happening these days too. Like it, you you know, used to be like you could keep yourself out of prison because you had money. Not now. Because you got money, that's why they want to put you in prison. Possibly potentially. You know? It, it's uh, it's cray cray. It certainly is. It is cray cray. This this country is really, um, you know, it's been turned into a shithole country, man. It's what? Been turned into a shithole country. Oh, it's, go, it's going down. I got my I got my little slice of even Eden here, but uh, it's going my down God. Slowly but surely, like it's not it's not uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, we're, I think I think we may see the end of a lot of things. You know, in, in our lifetime. I, which I never Can you thought, believe the criminality of this? I never thought we would see. I never thought we would see such mayhem hmm. and and such such advancement. Okay, but we're gonna we're gonna see major advancement. Good morning, y'all. About a month. Like complete fucking utter mayhem. Before it's all done, said and done, we're gonna see some fucking civil war unrest. Anyways, it's a coming. It's a coming. These motherfuckers, they got it. They already, I think, so far as, far as I've, I've heard, they've already, they're already fucking on top of this shit. They got it planned out. Like, they already know when it's gonna fucking happen. What? The civil war, you mean? Yeah, well, the civil yeah. war, unrest, civil unrest. Right here in the fucking... The right-wing nuts. Well, it's, well, at least you're in touch with the right-wing nuts, what they're saying. Um, yeah, it's not even them. It's the foreign countries that are saying it countries that are saying this shit 
Putin and fucking uh, other ones that like, like they know something we don't know, and and they're 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 waiting on it to happen, is what they're saying. Like they're just they're just they're just waiting their time to see when when and how it's gonna happen. You know, like I mean they have like there's gonna be a war over over with Bitcoin. You know, with with uh, cryptocurrency is gonna cause some problems. But the fucking but the but the but the uh. The governments are going to have to come together. See if they don't... This, see how this this pops up? Can I... How do I get rid of that what? thing popping up? Where? I don't want it... I want, don't want that thing to oh, pop up. Oh, that's a... That's a... That's a uh, what do you call it? That's a... Uh, oh, uh, that's a... Um, Setting? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we go here. Watch what I do. That's okay. So go here. Touch this fucking thing right here. Oh, not that one. This one. Then you go down. Then you go to accessibilities. Okay, accessibilities. It's right there. Accessibilities. Now you're gonna have magnifications off. So maybe it's a setting inside of there. Access menu control large menu. That's off. Maybe it's in it's inside of a let me see, adjust, 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 uh, audio adjust. There, shortcuts, text to speech, set up for live captions, vibration system, I mean there's no magnification to it. Uh, text and display. I don't see it's off, 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 off. Everything's off, so it's got to be inside of. Is it only Twitter that does it to you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then it's an inside. Oh, it does it in other places? No, it can't be because I don't see anything. Because the magnification, that would be that right there, if that was on. Everything's off here. So then, so then, look. So we're going to we're going to go into Twitter, going to Twitter, Twitter. Where was it at? Where were you in? There you go. Okay. So then, in, in Twitter settings. Okay, so you're in a field. It'll save as a draft, right? Uh, I don't know. It will. It should. No. You either send it, and then I have to go into settings and, and change it. Yeah, he barked last night all night. Pretty much. Go get him. up there? Him. They've been down there tripping on shit. Huh. What is it? I don't fucking know, but I think it's... Why not? You know, like you said, like that fucking... Like a, a dude coming over there with his beer bottles and shit. Uh -huh. Who knows? Who knows? I don't really trust all that shit now. I'm, I'm, you know, somebody infiltrated the fucking camp here. A person infiltrated the motherfucking camp and sat on the inside of the fence. Yeah. That shit makes me mad as fuck. Yeah. I'm seriously fucking irate about it. Like, I, I'm like, I seen it today for the first time. I was like, oh my fucking Lord. You gotta be shitting me. Like, he had a powwow right there with himself. Motherfucker, you got some balls, some serious fucking yeah. balls. Mm -hmm. That's fucking criminal. If we had him, it's on, criminal. If, if we had right. him on, uh, okay. we make history. Man, I'm so pissed about that. I want this fucking BBs. I'm going to buy some morning. or I'll order some. I'm not going nowhere until I fix my car. Okay. Do you remember that? For some reason. What is it? Huh? 
What's the two? Uh, Monty Python. Oh. Holy Grail. Well, I've never guessed that. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Yeah. Yeah, I meant the actor, remember? Oh, yeah. But I didn't know who he was. I didn't know who he was. I was a kid, you know what I mean? I, I kind of knew who he was. Don't kill me. I don't know who you are, man. He's like, yeah, meet my mom. Apparently, he was adopted. Because she was a 400 pound black lady. Big skinny fucking white guy. Or UK guy. He probably was adopted, you know. Alright. Benito Mosquito Dan Marito oh, This one's a little light in it Hire a virtual assistant for ten dollars an hour. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, we're getting a virtual assistant too. I'm getting ready to uh, get one for fourteen dollars an hour. There you go. Huh? I said there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I got a, I got the lead on it, and I, and I was like, okay, virtual assistant, but you still have to teach them. Doesn't matter. They don't know the business. That's <laughs> why they get paid ten dollars an hour. <laughs> so they get to go rummage through your shit, and they don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? It's really not like it doesn't sound that fun to me yet. <laughs> you mean have an assistant? Yeah, have have assistant? somebody I gotta teach. You know, like I mean, but I guess if somebody's got the experience, why the fuck are they gonna fucking, you know, be there doing that shit with you? They're they're um they're doing their own fucking thing. Well, they have well, they have to have the experience to do that. They have to that. They have to have that experience to do that, don't they? Um, no, no. <laughs> for $10 an hour, I'm pretty sure that's no. <laughs> uh, because, because from what dude said, you know, in my classes so far, he's like, oh, yeah, you get a virtual system for $14 an hour, but you're going to have to show them how to do all that stuff. I'm like, well, fuck, that shit took me oh, a minute normal. to fucking do, right? Mm. And not only that, I, I didn't even, I spent more hours than anybody's willing to spend. Nobody's going to spend the hours that I spend. There ain't no fucking way. Nobody, people call me, I'd be, they'd be like, you're fucking crazy if you think I'm going to work 20 hours a day. That's what they, that's what they'll say to me. Mm. I don't give a fuck, though. I'm like, you better start working 20 hours a day, because otherwise your life's going to be fucking hell to pay for the next 20 years. Go ahead and put your feet up on the couch. See how far that gets you. Not far. Mm. I'm telling you right now. Motherfuckers don't know what I know. 
you know, there's this thing. I, I want. I wanted to write a letter to the IRS to the to the con to the senator or Congress about about how how the IRS but they just the IRS they just they just they just spent eighty one billion dollars into the IRS eighty one billion okay to collect taxes. Do you know what they're Over about to do? Over ten years. You know what they're about to do? Over ten years. Yeah. Do you know what they're about to and do? They're supposed to replace people who are retiring. Do you know what they're you know what they're about to do? They're about to crush oh, no. every small businessman out there. Believe me, watch. You're going to see people going to federal prison for tax evasion. That's coming. It's a huge wave of, of, of white-collar criminals that they're going to be considered white-collar criminals. They're just going to be regular business people who, who did their best at business, and they miss a little bit of taxes here, or they use a little bit of cash here. Or you know what I'm saying? And, and they're going to put them in prison. Watch. Watch what I say. Mark what I say. Mark um, my words. Hmm. They're going to crush the small what business. Makes you, what makes you say that? Because I fucking know it. I just know it. I know it. it. Makes me say that because they said they spent $81 billion to help the small businesses of the fucking, of the United States. Okay. Help them to collect their fucking, to, to, uh, somebody, somebody, people are going to start telling on everybody for one. It's going to be a rash of it. They're going to put it, they're going to put an advertisement out there. They already do have an advertisement out there. If you fucking tell on somebody that's evading taxes, you get you get a uh, you get a fucking percentage of, of like thirty percent or some shit. Fuck, you can make a living off that shit. It's fucking crazy. But like the do, 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 the taxes, it's like, it's like what? Well, what are we? Why are we paying taxes to fund overseas fucking terrorism? That's what I don't understand. Why are we suing the government? For all the money that they didn't send to terrorists that we paid for. And you mean like that. Israel for carrying out the worst uh, humanitarian disaster yeah, in where, the world our, our in Yemen? Where's our payback for that shit? Like, what? Who's paying us back for that? Because I didn't sign to send the money. My money yeah. is supposed to go to schools and to roads, exactly. And to people's employment. Yeah. And instead of you know, to... you know what can be done about that? What? Um, okay. When we pay, our, when we uh, fill out our fucking W two form or whatever, yeah. um, there should be a po- uh, <laughs> a box where we elect, like, yeah, not says, towards war, right. not towards make war making. Right. Then nobody would do it. The government has to make that decision. Nobody would. Nobody would. Oh, oh willingly spend their money on the fucking on that shit, okay? Let's yeah, just, well, let's just they, face the fucking facts they on should that. they should uh, give us the. Um, that's why people need to elect people like us... me, who I'm in favor of that. Um, you know, so people have to vote wisely. Stop voting for fucking Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. Nazis. Nazis. The Don't the Republican Party is has become a party of fucking Nazis. The Trump, check this out. Trump-backed Secretary of State candidate Mark Fincham stormed the Capitol on January 6th. He's fucking running for our Secretary of State. Why the fuck is he allowed to run right. for office? He's a fucking He's insurrectionist. He's setting the precedent right now. Okay? Yeah, and if we don't, if we don't nip this shit in the bud now, we're uh, fucked. We gotta nip it in the bud right, immediately. Huh? I think, uh, like, I mean, I, 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 I got you. I, I, I'm just like, I want to be, I want to be 100, I'm 100% for you. But, but I, I think I'm, I'm a realist too on, on the other end. Like, I, I don't like to get my hopes up. I'd rather
I did my time, man. I did my. Like I, I don't, I don't care. I can't. I, you care enough for me. That's all I. That's all I need. You care enough for me, and that that's that that works for me. Yeah. I care enough for you on the other end of the spectrum on other things, and you care for me on that end. And that's it. You speak my word. You speak my word, man. You speak of my language. A bit of my oh, he says a vitamin sandwich, right? A vitamin sandwich is that what you try to say? A vitamin? No, speak of my like language. Like a vitamin sandwich? Nope. A vitamin? No, no, no. You speak of my language. It's a song by. Uh, yeah, it's good. Man, it works. Morphine. You know that? Here. <laughs> That's pretty old That's stuff. Old? Oh. Yeah. Okay, so then you have here. Oh, these go with the midi thing or the. Or the um. Thank you, Purcell. Okay, this is for the put this near, and then I'll show you how to do the, uh, this is for the, um, rafting. Rafting. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, that's a side man. I'll show you how to graft. Okay. Like I. Sweet. Yeah. I think we can go around and just to spend, a, spend an hour and graft them. They put them on the, you leave them on the trees. Uh -huh. You leave them on the trees. You wrap them up and you just leave them. The tree will feed itself. The tree will feed the fucking, the, the graft. Nice. Oh, look, here comes our buddies. The helicopters. Hmm? Helipads, helicopters. Helichopters. Okay, I got my thing here. My thing. My thing. Got a heater. We don't have a little back there, bro. It's a bit sandwich. It's a bit, oh, oh, 